0: Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act in the news was Ron Paul, Emily Dickinson, Emily Haddock, The Genesis, The Watson Affair, French NGO Kidnaps Africans for France, OJ Back in Slammer, Air Force General on Jewish Lobby, War Profiteers, and Horst Mahler's Vanity Fair interview. So back to our top story tonight. Violent radicalization and homegrown terror bill passes House. Chairman of the Committee on Homeland Security and Representative Jane Harmon, Democrat of California, Chair of Subcommittee on Intelligence, Information Sharing and Terrorism Risk Assessment announced passage of H.R. 1955, the Violent Radicalization and Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act of 2007. The bill creates a national commission to examine the causes of violent radicalization and homegrown terrorism and propose recommendations and legislative strategies for mitigating these threats. Jane, uh, you caught this story?
1: Yeah, it was Jane Harmon's bill. The Democrats passed it in the uh, out of committee and it passed in the House. And, of course, in those committees, because the Democrats are the majority, they get more people on the committee and they can pass it right out. There were a lot of niggers that passed it. Uh, and, of course, they tend to follow the lead of the Jews. And Jane Harmon is a Jewess from California. And uh, <clears throat> there, there's a movie on Pod Blanc, Pod Blanc about her being uh, a sweatshop owner in Mexico. I guess her opponent out there in the California election has uh, busted her on that, and she's just smiling and shuffling her papers and her folders as if nothing is happening. The provisions of the bill uh, mandate that universities will be given a certain, uh, actually funding. What's what they will get? Yeah, of they, they call the it Jews a,
2: will get a, the funding. Center mm-hmm. of Excellence for the study of Violent radicalization and homegrown terrorism in the United States. Center of Excellence is a strange prefix for that for that uh, you know long drawn out name for this you know this it's supposed to be like a center that every university is supposed to have and and apparently they'll get funding for it from the federal government and, and uh... yeah it's like what is this center of excellence before the study of violent radicalization it just it's just strange it's totally jewish i mean it's to me it just it smacks of Jew, jewish uh... kind of wordplay when they're creating yeah, this- it'll be
1: like that gonzaga university i think whereby they just uh... you know declare it to be what it is and that's another thing about the bill uh... uh is that it's not really defined what the words mean. In other words, they'll be parsed out and defined later by Jew lawyers and judges, is what it yeah. amounts to. The same way that uh, gun ownership for people who have mental problems, and obviously they've already defined it in the minds of white Americans that people who do not go along with the multicult have mental problems. That's really what they've reduced it to, distilled it to in people's minds. And although they're in denial about the empire falling apart, uh, they're not in denial about uh, haters, are they? <laughs> So, no, and
2: and at, at the very least, they're they're uh, asserting that uh, people that don't go against the you know toe the line go go with the status quo and uh, the the governments, especially you know Jewish government, it's like we have here. Uh, What's her name? Harmon. Uh, you're passing these bills. If you don't toe the line, well, you may, you're, you're either mentally insane or you're just simply uh, somebody that hates the government and, and somebody that hates America. And, uh, you know, the average American sees that as an attack on them because of what they're told that, uh, on, their, on their silly little TV screen that they sit down and watch every night. And they watch uh, Katie Jewess Couric. Uh, telling them, you know, what to think, basically, about, well, well, they, they passed a law, and they, well, I don't even think they talked about this in national media at all. I mean, I heard about it, the first time I heard about it, I was listening to the Alex Jones Show. Just like they didn't talk about the Patriot Act at all when that passed, and then you know after after it passed a couple months, you get you get you know some of the some of the national news media is talking. Well, there's some people who who are against the Patriot Act, but they don't really tell you what it is or what it means to your life. They just tell you that it's there, and you know as long as as long as you're not doing anything wrong, you don't really have to worry about it. I mean, essentially, that's that's what these bills, uh, that's why these bills get passed because the american the average american and i used to think the same way when i was back when i you know back before i became uh, I woke up and I became a white racialist. I, I used to believe that, hey, I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, I, I don't have to worry about these things. I mean, yeah, these things. I don't. Yeah, they, they may they may uh, they may go against freedom. They may go against liberty and all the, all the tenets that I've been taught. You know, in my my 20 years on this earth or whatever. You know, I don't have to worry about any of that because I'm not doing anything wrong. Well, then I started realizing that the minute you start saying something against the the status quo, you're, you know, you're you're possibly in that group of people that. Uh, is a terrorist a homegrown terrorist or a violent radical? Yeah,
1: I think. Yeah, most people's guy. idea
2: of a homegrown terrorist is Randy Weaver or Tim McVeigh or Eric Rudolph. Yeah, and Brudel. they specifically talk. About, I mean, and if she specifically addresses uh, Timothy McVeigh and the the Murrah building uh, episode, and and we all know that uh, McVeigh was is basically touted to be a white supremacist in the media
0: yeah in the 80s that's what their primary focus was was on the militia movement and uh, on the patriot movement and then they were the original terrorists and then they (laughs) finally in the 90s and whatnot they shifted to the muslims
2: yeah Uh, well i mean this
0: is this bill is sort of reviving their their original trajectory uh, of of uh, and I think the Patriot Act is another part of that is is really getting Americans' minds right,
2: yeah yeah and, and um I think the sell on Muslims and uh, Arabs in general being being terrorists is a lot easier than than your average white guy lives next door trying to say he's a terrorist like uh, you know. Which, which is what they were trying to do in the 80s but you know it's a lot easier to say that the guy with the turban on with a beard is a terrorist and then and then you can go at, and then you can pass all these funky you know crazy ass laws these Jews can introduce these laws and get them passed by oh, by the way there was only uh, what, what did I say what did I read uh, one two three four five six people there was only six navals in in, in the freaking house only six against this and the, you know their names are pretty inconsequential but uh yeah i mean once you start passing these laws you can you can wrap everybody up into one and then well say hey we got you know over here we got a couple of muslims trying to blow stuff up and oh we got a little we got you know we got a white guy who was uh you know spouting hate on the internet here and there but you know it's good that we got him too and now uh, hey we got another uh, 10 muslims trying to blow stuff oh and then we, we get this other uh, spouting hate you know uh, sta- but here, sticking up for a
0: distinction, it's not even violent acts. It's just violent words. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's that's, uh,
0: ideologically based violence. What, yeah. Can you
1: read some of that, uh, Aegis? Some of the provisions of that. It's very interesting the way it's written. Yeah. We well, have it there, and, and maybe start, you know that. I'm going to
0: start with yeah. number nine because uh, this oh. is something we've been
1: following. Cert- okay, and if I could ask too, please, uh, the Senate bill. If you have the enumeration there, the the new number. if It's given a new number in the Senate. For okay. what it's worth. Yeah.
0: Uh, Well, starting with number nine in this provision. Certain governments, including the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia, have significant experience with (laughs) homegrown terrorism, and the United States can benefit. From lessons learned by those nations. Now, what, Interesting. what is Kyrgis Harmon referring to by that? He's talking about know. their hate laws,
1: where they can imprison people for speech.
0: She seems to be up on this, Jane.
1: Yeah, she, she seems is. That exactly she is. The ADL's told on. her.
0: She, she seems to know exactly what's going on in these
1: countries. Uh, now, what what has gone on in these countries? They try people for free speech. They Maybe. they tried Nick Griffin. They they tired uh, tried. Uh, 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 what's his name? <laughs> Shepherd, uh, isn't it?
2: Yeah, of, Ir- Irving, too. Well, maybe not in soldier. the United Kingdom, but uh, certainly in, in Germany, you know, uh, yeah, and
0: in could Canada, be added
2: to that list for sure. Right,
0: and Canada, we got Winnicott and Warman on the, the war path where you can uh-huh. basically hunt
2: people. Yeah, every, every, uh, every six months, Warman uh, uh, sues somebody else and, and gets a judgment against them. I just saw another one the other day against some woman. Um, yeah, the girl up he, in uh,
1: Calgary, I believe, yeah, yeah 3000 bucks really she had to pay.
2: Yeah, he successfully uh, sued her, so yeah, exactly. And you're exactly right. It just, that's exactly what she's talking about. Very underhandedly, typical Jew uh, sticks it in on number nine, you know. It, oh, yeah, you know, I, most Americans don't have the fucking attention span to even read that far, you know. Even if they do have, have the uh, uh, you know the ability to bring it up on the Internet and care that much, that they can actually bring it up on the Internet and read it for themselves. I mean, and this is a specifically, uh, actually, particularly... A small uh, amount of reading, as opposed to the Patriot Act, which is like 900-something pages long or something well, ridiculous. Well, at least like. some of the leftists take an interest in that
0: yeah, well, you know, to tell Adam, you the truth, Jane, I mean, we all think, you know, we're the end all be all dissidents in America. That's not necessarily true. The 9 11 movement, I think, has been very worried. In sure. fact, you know, researching the topic, Kykus Harmon was also on the 9 11 Commission.
2: Yeah, and that's definitely in their target, in their scope, as far as terrorism is concerned. I mean, spreading these, these conspiracy theories about, you know, uh, the government being in on uh, acts of terrorism you no know, i listen to alex jones every once in a while and that's uh, he was big on that but this this bill really i think it just lays the groundwork for the eventual you know just like it says in number nine the one you just read or you know hate speech laws or any any speech you say especially on the internet can because it's so open rain open, open and free and well, you know
1: it, it- they just got the $11 million judgment, I think it was, uh, against uh, Shirley Phelps and her dad for demonstrating yeah. at funerals oh. because of the sanctity of death, I suppose. If you die for, for Israel, uh, there there should be a little bit of dignity there at the end, I suppose. That's right. The, uh, <laughs> so so they, they just constantly set back, as they did with hate laws and crime and as they did with the Second Amendment and gun ownership, and now they're working on the First Amendment. And they did this in the Soviet Union. And they did this in all these revolutions where the Jews were right in there with uh, guns shooting people in the head at the, to start the revolutions. And uh, shipping money from the Schiff family in New York over to the Soviet Union. And the same thing is happening now except in, in a higher-tech world and a, in a globalism. And the Israeli Supreme Court has all the symbols right there. They believe in this. They believe in this uh, to some extent at least. Uh, even the ones that don't believe are willing to use it as a... Uh, as a uh, you know, grid pattern for other people to follow along. Yeah. But they believe yeah. in the one world government and Americans are not going to wake up for them from it. And uh, when, when they do wake up, they're going to be pretty disturbed. And there are a lot of, there are something like what? One weapon for every, uh, two weapons for every person, something like that. 1.7 weapons.
2: There are a lot of weapons yeah. in the
1: United States. Well, and we've already no seen weapons. what that
2: can do in Iraq. <laughs> make sure yeah. make sure you uh, not only have a weapon, but you also have the ammo <clears throat> to put in the weapon. Because it's extreme coming be extremely short, so that's all I'll say about that. But
0: yeah, I also um, recommend that every American listening to this program gets a concealed carry permit if possible. If you can, yes, uh, yes. because just having it is uh, goes a long way, it's on you. Um, but to get back to this bill, uh, number yeah. six. Preventing the potential rise of self-radicalized, unaffiliated terrorists domestically cannot be easily accomplished solely through traditional federal intelligence or law enforcement efforts and can benefit from the incorporation of state and local
2: efforts. Our intelligence sucks. Therefore, we can't prevent any of this stuff. So we got to go to war and fight them on their home, you know. All, all, all that stuff plays in. That's exactly what they're saying right there. And we need uh the soldier uh, citizen soldier mentality to combat these uh horrible horrible people who are who are talking their mind and, and exhibiting free speech. Uh you know, we can't have that anymore and we got to keep tabs on them. And we therefore we need, you know, the university students and uh the secretaries to, you know, the secretary of, what, what is it? Who do, who do they report to here? The whole, yeah, the security, the secretary of Homeland Security, or whatever his his, his pr- actual designation is.
0: Yeah, now the way um, I'm reading this, I don't know if you're getting it. Reading this differently, but the way I read this is that their traditional Co-Intel Pro efforts to to stop self-radicalization within the U.S. is not working, and so they need to to <laughs> broaden their their legislative powers. Uh, they're going to need to broaden their their uh, legal powers to prosecute people for for stating opinions, basically.
1: Yeah, it, it seems so, and they can go into court. and And the words in that bill. Are so loosely, you know, they're just a string of adage, adjectives is what it comes down to, so they can go into court and say, uh, as they did with Matt Hale, he's a really bad guy, hates people, you know, and, and he he liked Benjamin Smith, and uh, well, you know, never mind that Americans are they think we're doing a great job in Iraq, at least a certain percentage of them, 30% or so, killing a million people so far, that's all good, mostly the uh, loony Christians think that, and yeah. uh, if, we, if we wouldn't have been supporting a... a Israel all these years. Maybe we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this boiling pot, but that's the way it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, they're going to play with the words. They're going to play in the courts. And the courts, uh, uh, as we've mentioned before, they represent the current cultural mores of a society. And the cultural mores in the United States, as, as witnessed by the European people, are sick. And uh, they're getting sicker. No, Laxadaisical, uh, uh spoiled, uh, think they're the be-all, end-all to the world, which they're not undereducated on average except uh, the highest technical educated educated people and there are some of those in the united states absolutely but in general the average person i don't think is educated nearly as well as uh, in, in uh, europe and not only that but they put these fucking nigger insects on tv all over the goddamn world and by the way the the the, the negroes up in some halfway decent uh, negroes at least the ones that are old one you know that maybe twenty five percent white that work they're out there demonstrating in front of Viacom's executives' houses in the past week, you know, or, or more. And uh, I wish they could find out where Murray Rostein, Kike, Sumner, Redstone lives. He's probably in some billion-dollar mansion, like in uh, Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise, that Stanley Kubrick movie. But I wish they could get over to Murray Rostein's house and stand in front of there. But, uh, you know, I know it's off on a tangent, but the mere pretension that these niggers are, are human or even uh, desirable, I was just thinking, that, you know, the, I, I could picture him getting Snoop Dogg on the goddamn TV saying, Oh, you know, uh, we don't want terrorism. We don't want haters, (laughs) and we're all Americans. (laughs) And they'd probably eat it up.
2: They'd probably fucking eat it up. Well, Stoop Dog says it. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, it's becoming to the point where it's just a joke, and and they just continue. And people are just. But you know what? The good part about that is, is the average person is starting to realize that the whole. uh, You know, I think what was it? uh, South Park. I, I don't know if you guys know, uh, have ever seen that show, but those Jews on Comedy Central that put that show together—they had a, one of their latest episodes was about terrorists attacking the mind, and the terrorists are running through, you know, the kids' mind and, and killing a He-Man characters and Transformers and stuff like that. And I mean, that's the to the point it's getting, where people are just seeing this terrorist. Every, every Everyone's a terrorist. Everyone's a terrorist. Everyone's a terrorist. And it's just laughable at this point. And you're right. Mm-hmm. Next next we're going to see uh, you know, Ellen DeGeneres and Snoop Dogg with after-school special saying, you got to stop terrorism in your community and, and shit. <laughs> that's right. <And> she's, <laughs> that would be and funny. And they'd probably yeah. eat it up, too. Yeah, yeah that's were, right. Probably,
1: probably the teachers that assign homework assignments to some yeah. hip-hopper on TV is talking about stopping terrorism. And isn't that good? That's how bad yeah. it is. And, and, and you is know, the, one the thing about the Muslims, the, I just want to say one thing about the Muslims, the, the, yeah. their um, metaphysical system is intact. That is, they believe it. And whites, by and large, do not believe Christianity. So it's a dead system. And why? Because they have too much scientific education. And, you know, the world just evolved past it. It's real simple. You know, you get a little yeah. bit of ed- education, and, and, and some Jewish god up in the sky with a gray beard uh, who's got a son who comes down and you know, died on the uh, Appian Way, you know, nailed up on the cross. It's a big joke. It's a big joke. So whites don't believe it. Unfortunately, there's nothing to supplant it. And what could supplant it is worldwide racialism. And it ought to, with only 8% of the planet white. I don't see what the problem is with that. you know, Uh, Except that Jews are constantly fighting against it, as this Jane Harmon is.
0: Yeah, well, number three, and I thought this was interesting, the Internet has aided in facilitating violent radicalization, ideologically based violence, and the homegrown terrorism process in the United States by providing access to broad and constant streams of... Terrorist
1: related propaganda. Yeah, how about a fucking member of Congress who runs sweatshops in Mexico and also constantly votes for invaders to stay here and to get status? Is she a terrorist? Is that fucking kike Jane Harmon a terrorist? Should, should, should somebody put a bullet in her head? Just a rhetorical
2: question. No, you know? no, change. she's not. She's one no, of the chosen. No, no. She's a, a cool partisan, Jane.
0: Come
2: on. No, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're a protected class. Come he, on. He man. even dyed her hair to look white. Mm hmm. I noticed that too, and she's specifically gross. And 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 if you just look at her, she she's trying to make herself look more white, it's kind of like a Negro would do. But uh yeah.
1: she. And, and none of those. Jews want to talk about Building stuff. Seven uh, and reopening that uh, investigation. You
2: know, of all the of them was a congress. She was one of the two
1: or three that was most helpful to our work in the nine eleven commission. Working in a nine eleven commission was that every time there was a real problem that we had to overcome what she said was how oh, can i help but you can say a lot of things about jane Harmon shy and
2: unassuming are not two words you would uh, use yeah i bet she's anyways bet she's best buddies with silverstein
0: <laughs> yeah okay, really the truth i think she's most worried about that because she sat on this board she knows who's involved and uh, what's at stake. They have built this whole war on terror on the 9/11 thing, and she's got people like uh, what is it, the Truth Movement, or who are those yeah. uh, vid,
2: vid 9/11 uh, truthers? We and, are change, uh, and there's a whole bunch of yeah, change. them. we are yeah. there's
0: Alex there's microphones in her face and asking some pretty uh, pertinent questions.
1: Well, remember yeah. they t- they try to get Henry Kissinger. Just call me excellency. That's what he said when he got promoted from NSA. He had to. Uh, Secretary of State, I remember that. He had a big circle, and he said, he said just call me Excellency. Uh, anyway, they tried to get him to be the head, then that didn't work, and then they got that guy, what is his name, it starts with a Z, and uh, they busted him on some radio station up there in New Hampshire, asking him particulars about it, as you just mentioned, Aegis, and uh, you know that that is going to go on. I guess it's something like 36 percent of the people, and in this last ADL survey, 31 percent of the people said that they think Israel gets way too much uh, obsession, is the only word for it, from the United States government. So, but that's only one third of the people. But that's still 100 million people, so that's pretty good. And 15 percent are anti-Semitic, which I think is shocking. It should be by now about 85 percent. But
2: uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't aren't these bills essentially just? Uh, kind of like self-preservation for these jews that understand that when people start waking up their heads are going to be on the chopping block first off you know when the truth starts coming about well i mean you know if, if i if i was a jew who was running a sweatshop and then and you know also running a country and and i was doing these things that that were completely abhorrent to the average white person or or even the average shit average nigger with half a brain in his head you know uh, or, or Or the average spick or whatever I mean these Jews are just beyond beyond the pale. And, and, her her course, opponent in that I, election claims she's the richest woman in the Congress
1: in, yeah, in the House of Representatives.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would, I would pass laws too like this if I was if I, if I was that if I was that brazen I would pass I would be passing laws too. So it, this this is just self preservation for them and it's and it's an ex, to me to me I read it as an extension of what they're already doing with our our police force. You know, sending them to these you know ADL centers yeah. and, and, and yeah. Holocaust museums to to uh, educate them. Well, now now they're putting it on on the students in university. And they're creating centers of excellence. Well, oh, what are you, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do for an extracurricular activity when you get to university? Well, I'm gonna join the center of excellence, and I am going to study the violent radicals and homegrown terrorists within the United States, uh, all funded by the government. Oh, that sounds very noble and good, but essentially, you know, you're being brainwashed. You're signing up to be brainwashed, just in in the same way that you know Jews brainwashed Martin Luther King by sending him to the, uh, I can't recall the name of the school right now, but the uh, Highlander School or whatever the hell it was. Uh, you know, same same thing. It's just an extension of what they've been doing for years, and they're just you know extending it more and more, putting it on paper. So that, that's that's forced upon us, which is well uh,
1: after after nine one one. Those four or five months of commercials or six. I am an American. Those things went on. They, they were on the every half hour, sometimes on the fifteen minutes, and uh, there were something like a hundred and eleven organizations. There were Hadassah, uh, the Jewish Women's League. They just went on and on La Raza, the race uh... japanese american citizen league a lot of churches but it was civil rights dot org and they want everybody to know that uh... the united states is not an autonomous country but it's a it's a an, an amalgamation of every country in the world anybody who wants to plow right in there and yeah. uh, that's what i'm an american means and uh... Yeah, kind of like the, the, the uh, jews emmanuel seller who was in the congress fifty years he and ted kennedy and uh... phil hart they brought all these uh... people in and specifically they bought all the muslims and it wouldn't have been a problem with the muslims if the Israelis wouldn't have gone in there and stole their land, look, if the Chinese come over and, and invade America, and 59 years later, or whatever it is, since 1948, uh, uh, the, the, there's a few Americans up in the hills of Tennessee or something still fighting them, uh, are, are those people going to be insurgents, fighting the Chinese in the United States of America to get out of their country? Well, it depends on whose viewpoint. It, sure, If you have sure, the, sure. Jan, sure. the Jews, will be there like Moreno Jews probably in Spain, <laughs> trying to mm-hmm. ferret them out. But...
0: All right. Well, anyway. we have this uh, update on Laura Dickinson. In fact, uh, Laura Dickinson was uh, the girl yes. murdered at, uh, at university. Was it Michigan? Was it Michigan State?
2: East, East Eastern Michigan University. Actually, I go there.
0: Eastern Michigan University. Yeah, she was murdered. I
2: attend that school, so. Right. She was, I, I, she was I on
0: the rowing team, I think, and. Uh, yeah. She was murdered by Orange Taylor, a Negro there. They had his semen uh, on her leg and uh, a drop in the bed. And uh went Yes, trial, and uh and go ahead. It was then thrown out. They tried to get murder one, murder two, and then manslaughter, and uh it turns out a black female juror, Laura Loretta Codrington, uh refused to be convinced with the uh evidence and therefore a mistrial was declared. Yeah, yeah tell yeah, us about um,
2: that one, Adam. It's been probably seven or eight months to the day when they, they found this uh, white girl in her dorm room, uh, she was on her back with a pillow on, uh, or something like that around her or under her head or something like that maybe she grabbed it as she was being uh, drug off the bed but uh, they found anyway they found her on her back with her, I think she had a dress or something like that on up over her, her head uh, she didn't have any panties on so she was basically naked from the waist down in a, in a, in a, in a rigor mortis pose a sexual pose because um, she had obviously passed away uh, they could the, the the cops did a bunch of investigation a, a, as they would do in this case. The the coroner of the city, uh, Wayne County, uh, cor- or I'm sorry, it's Washington County coroner, uh, determined that there there was no foul play. Uh, but, but he it was indeterminate. Now, when's the last time you heard of an autopsy being indeterminate? I, I, it, it, it rarely happens. I mean, it happens like once in you know, it's got to be like at least one one in ten thousand. They can't figure out what killed the person through an autopsy. I mean, come on. So, the, so they, they, this girl had apparently some heart, heart problems or whatever in her past, so they determined that, so that's what caused it or whatever. Of course, all these uh, documents and these police reports were being, sh- at, this, at the same time they were saying, we don't know what caused it, they were shredding the, the documents and the police reports the uh, the higher ups of the university in fact the vice president of Eastern Michigan University shredded documents pertaining to the case the president of the university has since been fired and and no longer has a job they're looking for another president Fallon um,
1: got fired did he Fallon yeah, he got fired mm-hmm.
2: good yeah yeah he, yeah he lost his job he got she got shit canned uh, rightly so uh, anyway so
0: violated the what was it the, Yes, yes yes the, 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 the clear clear act, act. act
2: yeah, yeah which by is
0: uh, uh, the student body of of the crime.
1: Yeah, the uh, but that one, that one uh, I remember reading about in student services, I've forgotten his name now, but uh, all his fellow uh, bureaucrats came to his aid within like 48 or 72 hours of his being on paid leave saying it yeah. wasn't right and he deserved to come back and so forth mm-hmm. and so on. And this is so typical. It's just like all these municipal and federal and state employees that a union recently in- endorsed uh, Hillary Clinton. The- these are some of the biggest crooks in the United States, these government workers at every level. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and certainly
0: university ranks there, all like, uh, like acting in one mind.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the fact that they fired the president of the university, I mean, it really, you know, I think he was on his way out anyway because he had gotten in trouble before for spending a, a million, I think over a million dollars or something like that on his personal house, which they give the president, you know, kind of like a, a White House <laughs> of the university or whatever. But he had, he had spent you know, they were investigating him for that and everything else, so I think he was on his way out anyway, and it was a convenient way to, for them to, to oust him, but uh, anyway, they, three months later, they, they arrest this, this nigger from Southfield, which is a suburb, it's like right outside of Detroit, like right outside, it's becoming, it's, it's become hugely niggerfied anyway um, in the past 20 years, but, they, so they arrest this nigger, they bring him in, and they, they, they charge him with murder, they charge him with rape. In the process of of him raping this girl, he stole from her as well. So they charged he, he stole like something small from her room. Uh, so they, they charged him with larceny as well. Uh, so you know he had murder, one rape, uh, a couple of other charges in there, larceny, whatever. And he
1: locked the door behind him so the people couldn't get in. They found her what three days later, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was stinking. So, so they, Yeah, she Why? was stinking because she was rot- Her her dead body was rotting. Yeah, and and besides the
1: rigor motors with her legs up on her thighs, I mean, you know, with her legs pulled up, uh, I I should say, on her torso, they uh, originally they said that it was necrophilia that he had stayed there and, and banged her while she was a corpse. Well, no, that's that's For, what he was. Um,
2: yeah, that's what he that's what he was. Well, originally they were charging with rape, and then he's you know he got this Jewish lawyer or whatever. Maybe the guy's not a Jew or whatever, but he might as well be. He's a, he's a sick perverted individual who could def- defend something like this. No, no, no. This nigger he didn't rape her. He just showed up at her room. She was dead, and he just jerked off on her. No, no, no. Yeah. He didn't even penetrate her. He he wasn't necrophila necrophilia. He just jerked off. Find her. That's what this Jew lawyer was trying to sell to the yeah, jury. Got
1: lucky to find a corpse to beat off, beat off, beat off over, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. He got lucky. He just <laughs> a nigger's yeah, dream. Just, wrong
2: place at the wrong time. Right, right, right yeah. place for the nigger though. And, yeah, and that's this, believable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. During exactly. During the trial, they, they they
0: did say he was just
2: going from room to room, room to room. Got yeah, to yeah, go. and this yeah, and this and this nigger had been uh, caught uh, prior to this incident, like. Uh, a couple months prior, breaking into the dorms, the women's dorms on, at Eastern, uh, and he was a, a failing
1: student too, right? He was a yeah. student at EMU but failing. Yeah, yeah, and, and
2: I mean, and they're they're selling they're selling this to us as this nigger walked into the, to a room, found a naked white girl dead, laying on the and, and jerked off on her. I mean, honestly, yeah. th- you know like this so- recent
1: case at, at at Delaware University where they were. Uh, uh, what was the case they, had the, they were mind washing the white kids in the school anyway just it's by the by but it's a heavy nigger university like in there at EMU and they're offering a PhD in hip hop I looked up on MySpace I was you know PMing the
2: uh, Dr. <laughs> students what? Yeah, PhD in hip hop what the hell Man, well, I mean, talk about fleecing of the masses. My God. Yeah, and and we're, the Europeans
1: are supposed to take this kind of civilization uh, for real? You know, they might as well yeah. move
2: the whole thing to Africa. You no, know, you know, I used to think so, that when, when they said they hate our freedom and they hate us for our way of life, I thought they were full of shit. But I'm starting to realize that more and more that may be true. Because I, with shit like this happening, it's just like, come on, dude. How can you take yo, any any culture seriously? Yo, yo! I got my PhD and shit. Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah, you got your PhD in what? Uh, nigger beats that I could make on my computer in about five minutes, and, and you know, <laughs> you play them on national radio this and expect software, everybody yeah. to—they right, well, expect everybody to treat it like it's art. <laughs>
0: did this convict then play. All right, so the well, evidence was overwhelming. What happened?
2: Well, I mean, you know, this Jew sold this Jew sold the jury. Well, he didn't sell he didn't sell the jury. He sold one, I think there was two, but the other one didn't talk. I'm assuming what happened is this was a jury full of women, okay? There's all women on the jury. And and I, what I'm assuming happened is there was two black jurors who decided they weren't going to convict the guy and the one the one juror did decided not to talk to the media and these other one, this laura codrington who or whatever the hell her name codrington or something like that she's she's got she's like dreadlocks or braids or something extremely dark nigger you know look straight out of africa looking uh ugly you know just typical typical american uh you know proud to be black type nigger. but it came out it was, she she does this like half an hour long interview with the media she's there talking and talking and talking it turns out of course this uh this nigress has, has some sort of a business where with her husband who who's i guess an ex-professional athlete where they they uh represent these college type athletes now if you look at their website man i wish i could i wish i had it for you i could i could list it but she has a website on just uh Thanks to all the uh, internet white nationalists who who did the detective work and put this in because I didn't find it myself. But um, I think, do you know who runs the PC Apostate blog on VNN? Because he he's well, it's the one. Melker, I, I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, Melker. Yeah, he's he's the one that he's the one that I think found her her little business she has. But anyway, if you look at the website, it's nothing but blacks all over it. They have like two white athletes they represent. Uh, furthermore, it turns out that this Laura Codrington has a lawsuit on file with a landlord who she, a white landlord who she say uh, she says racially discriminated, uh, was racially discriminate against her at some point uh, for something or other. So it's obvious that this this nigger just has a chip on her shoulder against whites. Uh, you know, there's a there's a video on YouTube. I think you can just Google or go on YouTube and search for uh, her name's Laura Cod ring-ton, I believe. And, and, you, and she you, didn't
1: reveal that before she became a juror, which is the point no, because no, yes. the prosecution would have drilled her and asked her those types of questions. Those would have been clearly covered, and she did not
2: reveal that. Absolutely. If you had a racial discrimination, I mean, in, in a in a, in a high-profile case like this, where you have a black-and-white crime, no, I don't think any lawyer in the world would want a, especially a prosecutor would want someone with a racial, dis- a black person with a racial discrimination lawsuit going against a white person to sit on their jury. I mean, and and I sh- I, sh- I think I would think that would be something that she would, but you know, she doesn't say all this stuff till it's over, or, or it doesn't come out till that, till it's over, and and that's you know, yeah, it's typical nigger nigger America. Every you know?
0: nigger has a, a beef with whitey. That's, True. That's what it yeah. Comes down exactly.
2: With. Exactly. So it doesn't even matter whether or not she had this prior prior thing going or whatever. It's it's obvious that I mean there were there were six jurors who who decided that this nigger was guilty and there were two, one happened to be black, the other one we don't know the race of that, that decided he wasn't. Give me a fucking break. This is so obvious. It's 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 as obvious as the O.J. Simpson case, you know? It's it's as obvious as that and uh for you know, for the reasons he got off. It, it, not not exactly the same type of case, but it, it's as, it's it's obvious this nigger did it. It's obvious that uh, he, he was completely guilty in this crime. And regardless, okay, let's assume, okay, let's assume that this nigger found a dead white girl in and then decided to jerk off on her, you know? Oh shit, I'm gonna get my rocks off and shit, yeah. That's right, I don't have to watch porn at night, I got real live shit, right? Let's assume that this nigger thought that and, and actually did what his lawyer says he did. In a sane white world, this nigger would be strung up within a second. Just the horrifying nature of that crime. And I'm paying for this nigger to sit in a jail cell right now because, uh, let's make it clear, they did they did declare a mistrial, and at this point, I guess they are looking to retry him. Uh, but, you know, what's going to happen next time he gets tried? There's going to be one nigger on the jury, and it's going to be a hung jury again, you know? How, how much did it cost so far up there? Do you know? A million or two, or how much? Um, oh, I don't think it's that much, but I'm, I'm sure it's at least in the, in the you know, it, it cl- probably up close close to, a, you know, 100000 at least. Um, you know, it's not that high profile of a case and the the, the uh, trial was relatively short. I think it only lasted like three days that they that they showed all showed all their evidence. And this nigger never took the stand or anything like that. So um, He was about to, to at one
1: point the news report said he was going to, but then he didn't. And his dad was supposedly yes. they said a master plumber, and his mother was religious. She was oh, trying yes, to get him me, to go to church. Let me let me read for you and I put
2: yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, this man was at the <laughs> wrong place at the wrong time. Now, let, yeah. me, let me read for you. It so was Laura. There, um, let me put, yeah, yeah. She was too, right? Let me read for you what this nigger's dad said after he he, after this nigger uh, you know the the mistrial verdict came down. Um, Let me let me. He's gonna grow up. I like
1: that. Yeah yeah.
2: How he's gonna yeah he's gonna be a better person right? right. He's gonna be a better person for this. This is what this nigger's father said. Let me read it for you real quick. Um, Okay. These are direct yeah yeah these these are direct quotes from this nigger's father. Okay after the after this trial was (laughs) over with my son will be vindicated of all charges. Uh, True enough he was a young man in the wrong place. At the wrong time. Uh, this this case has given my son a mega dose of reality. I think this will make him a better person out of him, but this was very painful way for him to mature. Ver- what the fuck? Very painful for him. He jerked yeah. off in a white girl. It wasn't painful and for him at all. Words,
0: in other words, this was his kuntakinte Yeah, that's right. This that's right. His, and uh, whipping and, 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 yeah, and Laura the was.
2: Yeah, and, and, the dead, and the dead white girl was, was calling him Toby, and he was refusing right or whatever i mean i don't I don't. what the what the fuck are you talking about this was t- t- tell, tell
1: everyone listening if you will someone about how laura wanted to go to africa and how they're pumping that now that's disgusting yeah, that, too that, that i was, know you're following that you're up there you're, you're school that, yeah that's just beyond disgust that is but yeah anyway. well
2: i mean you know that's sad and in, 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 by itself that her she had a desire to go help these africans but isn't it kind of uh, ironic that the people she was so, so, so uh, worried about in Africa, and the, the place she wanted to go so much to help these people, I mean, they ended up killing her and raping her. Was or, she a Catholic or, girl?
1: What was her religion?
2: I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly. I think she might have been, but uh, certainly wanted to be a missionary or, or whatever. And I think she was a education major or something like that. It's a big education school. For teachers and whatnot, so uh,
1: yeah. Well, you know that was the same. That was the same with uh, with uh, Shannon Christian. You know, she was really into sociology. She was a sociology yeah. student. Well, I so mean, they're not they studying police them. science. They got them studying humanity and help the niggas all over the globe. Yep. Yeah. yeah and yeah, and that's on the
0: maternal instincts.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Exactly. Their yep.
0: sappy feelings, feelings, feelings.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, detouring it away from their own four hundred eggs and their own families, future families. Right. Yeah,
2: I mean. It's bad enough that you can get men, you know you can get men to feel that way, um, the male the male gender to feel that way, and the Jews do a great job of it. But uh, getting the women to feel that way is pretty easy, and they've done a great job, especially in universities. You know, who knows? Maybe if this uh, this this white and, and, and actually one of the most disturbing parts about this whole story to me is the reaction from the girl's father. Now, Chain, I know you I know you know about that because you followed <laughs> the story a little bit, and. He's not, he hasn't talked to the media since this uh, trial came down where this nigger actually has admitted to, oh, no, I didn't kill her, I just jerked off on her. I mean, that's what he says he did. I mean, he, he doesn't deny that. That's what he says he did. And, you know, but this father originally said, oh, I don't, I don't know how I feel about him. You know, he, I guess he just has to be convicted, you know, innocent, you know, innocent until proven guilty type, type of bullshit, which, uh, you know, that's the type of thing that he imparted upon his offspring. And that's the type of thing that he imparted upon Laura. And that's why she's dead. Who knows? Maybe, maybe if this nigger had knocked on her door and, uh, you know, she'd seen some cornrow nigger in there, you know, with a feral look on his face, she would have slammed the door in it. But she said, oh, okay. Can I help you? Are you delivering a pizza? Well, you know, whatever the fuck the circumstances were, it's obvious that she was taken advantage of. by Right. Some
0: the, the healthy reaction, slam, and then how the fuck do I get out of here? This
2: place yeah, is Yeah, no show. shit.
1: And, and, and for well, people who I, haven't seen her, she, to me, she's a very, very pretty girl. She looked Irish or something. She's a very beautiful girl to me. Yeah, I she mean, is. Uh, she's, she's a good-looking yeah. girl.
2: She well, she was. Yeah. She was. Yeah. And, and uh, niggers now, tend yeah. niggers tend to uh, target good-looking women. I mean, you know, if you're a nigger and you're gonna go rape somebody, why well, the fuck are you gonna rape a you know an ugly person? That's that's what's so sad about this is. Uh, do uh, we have the the cream of the crop being just exterminated by these niggers every day i mean and there's more and i, I mean on my blog i've got i've got the other one of the uh nigger who's a serial killer in lansing which is uh about an hour north of detroit and uh, he he killed a, 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 a what's what they pr- they can prove he killed about two but there's about six that have died that under similar circumstances he lived on uh, your block no 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 he, he's li- he lives oh. in lansing which is about an hour north of detroit so but you know close to the michigan state campus really uh that's where michigan state's at is in uh, lansing which is the capital of michigan but you know here's another one who went out here's another nigger you don't hear about on uh, nancy grace or paul uh, cohen on show who went out and killed the uh, you know i think yeah six six white women uh, they were all white he went out and killed them and raped them in their houses while they were uh and these were middle a more middle-aged women um so you know, you just get it. It's all the time. It's not just It's not just these, you know, isolated incidents like the Jews like to talk about, uh, you know, for everything that happens, which goes against their agenda. Oh, those isolated incident. Oh, you the, you the, know, you, li- you live in the midst of
1: it. Let me ask you this. Don't you think it'll come to the point where there'll be people like uh, Ace H. Kuhn, who himself was only 14 years old, but I think that there will come a point, I, I surely hope so, where some young white men, or even older white men, Who've lived their lives, who even have uh, less of an excuse not to, will just sacrifice themselves, just in dramatic uh, assassinations. Just walk up and say, "Here, this is the end of you." I just heard that the Black Entertainment Network network is owned by a Viacom. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, and you know, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, some of that these people. For a long time. Yeah, when 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 the day does come, historically, that some of these people get assassinated over it, and while while they're walking down the street, just having had a fine lunch or something. Uh, <laughs> They, they're going to wake up. If it starts being like Chicago, you know, in the 1930s or something, yeah. they're going to wake up.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you'd hope so, but, I mean, isn't that, and I, I literally, I honestly do hope that comes to that. Um, yeah, but. Too. Then that's but that's why they're passing these laws, like we just talked about these bills and sure. ta- and the care So we can't talk stuff. about it anymore. Yeah, and so we can't talk about it. We can't do anything yeah. about it. And if we do, but it but, but but
1: some Jew can still write a screenplay and make ten million bucks about the president of the United States getting assassinated. That's
2: art, right? Oh, and, and then you know they can degrade our people by writing things like Black Snake Moan, which is is just a horrendous, just tra- travesty of film. And it's just disgusting that that type of thing is even that is even allowed in any theater in a sane society, even black or white. I mean, goddamn! I mean, I can see nigger, why niggers in America would like that. But certainly niggers in Africa would, would probably find that type of thing pretty pretty strange to have in their theaters. But yet here it's the norm. You know, the sick, the fucking qua. It's the sickness. It's a sickness. You know, and, w- and without the Jews, it. the whole society wouldn't have
1: been polluted it would not have been polluted o- over no. here I- i'm in europe and-, and they don't have them here they're not running this society and it's it's pretty healthy although there's nigger influence because mtv's been here since oh five but uh yeah i mean you know whites left to their own devices we, we wouldn't have allowed a mexican invasion we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have uh, niggers all over the tv uh, 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 jumping around like insects and and uh, this being held up as the be-all, end-all of, of art,
0: yeah, well, it yeah. wouldn't yeah. Let's be. Let's not forget, there were Jews all over Europe, but Hitler got rid of them. In fact, now, unfortunately, he deported. They're all them.
2: here now. <laughs> he deported yeah. most
0: of them, but they—they yeah, were, they were uh, displaced. They were DPs, displaced persons.
2: Well, sure, but but
1: but he was fighting exactly what had gone on in the Ukraine, where the where the Jew radicals and all over, and the Bolsheviks, all Jew radicals. They came into this country with Molotov, they matriculated them in this country, they got PhDs in the late 30s, came back with 1940 and Molotov with machine guns in the fucking streets. That's their gratitude. After they matriculated, they're running society just like in the States. They're they're going against white men in the schools and and, and they, they pass them up and matriculate them no matter how mediocre they are. Uh, in advance of whites, and they did the same thing in the Weimar Republic and the professions and everything else. Always pretending that we're just so goddamn clever, that's why we're on top. If you'd work as hard as us, yeah, fuck you. you Basically, it was
0: just, you know, these people are are just the distilled evil. Uh, you know, they're just uh, uh, bad news, and getting rid of them is uh, the best thing you can do.
1: Yeah, and what it is going to come to that age is it's going to be a second world war over it. Uh, you guys, uh, Putin said yesterday he talked about a unipolar world. They're trying to, that's what he calls it, unipolar. What's he talking about is kikes kikes and Zionism and Judaism and one new world order, but he gave it a new name, unipolar. And uh, that's exactly what he's talking about. He said they're trying to split up Russia over it now, going in there with all these uh, intellectuals saying, These Jew intellectuals uh, saying, oh, you know, it's too big of a country and so forth and so on. Uh, You know, it needs to. They always criticize. uh, Dr. McDonald, uh, Professor Kevin McDonald on his new blog, has a lot of uh, details about it, how they've savagely criticized the society, nonstop, just as Jane Harmon is criticizing us, talking about her and her own and her other fellow Jews. You know, the Telegraph, the newspaper in England, just came out with the 100 top liberals and conservatives in the country. Number three is a guy named Mark Penn. He comes after Bill Clinton and, uh, and Al Gore, and then this Mark Penn, and then fourth is Hillary Clinton. Well, Mark Penn's wife is named fucking Jacobson. She's a fucking caikus. And uh, she's the master of getting money. And they all have all the. Look at the FCC reports, all of you people listening. Look at all the Jew names in the FCC reports. They're homemakers in New York City giving money down to uh, Alabama or wherever, Georgia, where Symphony McKinney got defeated because she had the nerve to criticize Jews. One time she got defeated, I think she's back in. But this is what they do. And they're really, really into it. They're really, really into politics. They're really, really into the money of politics, the power of politics. And also uh, undermining and subterfuge and uh, what's the word uh, spying, you know, infiltrating, getting on the other person's side and pretending you're one of them, that you're with them, just as they've gotten in American society and pretending that they're Americans and that they're one of us. No, they're not one of us any more than Muslims are.
2: Yeah. Yeah Be, and even then less
0: than Muslims I'd say but yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's I, right. <laughs> but here's a newsbag that ties in nicely uh, the title is feds arrest formal, former DHB chief former head of the Long Island company that provided most of the body armor for US soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan was arrested at dawn Thursday in his Manhattan apartment by FBI and IRS agents on charges he fraudulently looted The company and investors to pay for his lavish lifestyle. That lifestyle included supporting a stable of trotting horses, a facelift for his wife, a diamond, a shoe with a facelift, (laughs) ruby and (laughs) sapphire encrusted belt buckle in the shape of the US flag, and an eight million bat mitzvah for his daughter, which featured music stars including 50 Cent and Kenny G.
2: What kind of a music selection is that? Jesus. Uh, at another event, I, they,
1: they said he hired the Eagles, some of the reports saying that belt buckle was like $101,000 or $110,000. And people who knew him said he's one of the pushiest Jews they'd ever met. So even for a Jew, he was enormously pushy. And he had, get this, he had a sweatshop down in Florida, like Jane Harmon, except hers is in Mexico. And of course, he was hiring these illegal spicks and all from Honduras and all these Guadalajara or wherever they're all from, these countries. Dominican and wherever that MS-13 is from, what is it, Ecuador? Anyway, this is what they do, and this is what they do, and uh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Reinhardt
0: and Butler are getting blasted by AKs, and uh, it's going right through the, the body armor.
2: Yeah, the great body armor they're they're giving them. What's up with this uh bat mitzvah he bought for his do- 8 million What I think it was 10 he million. 10 oh. million wasn't I read well, 10 says, million. It says 8 million here but I mean have you got have you guys ever seen that show on MTV? I don't have cable anymore but it's it was like my sweet 16 or something like that where they, 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 these these rich most of them were like niggers or Jews but they they'd throw their kids these crazy parties costing millions of dollars and, and these kids were just <laughs> spoiled brats you know, Jewish princesses and, and you know African princesses and shit. That I mean, there, it was just it was just awful. And you can just see how they, you know, some poor fucker in a you know Eastern Europe would just look at that and just want to destroy everything we're all about. I mean, and we're not about that. The average white person isn't about that, but that's what's on our TV. But anyway, yeah, I mean, this, this, this Jew, what's his name? David Brooks, right? Basically profiting off the death of uh, mainly Goyim. I mean, almost exclusively Goyim in the uh, you know, fighting that are actually over there fighting. I mean, what's the, what, what's the uh, statistic about the population of Jews in the, in the military versus uh, their population percentage in, in the country? It's like something, something like point zero, zero six percent Jews are in the military of of the military are Jews when they're like what three or something like that percent of the United States. It's just it's so funny to me that no one ever ever you not and you're not allowed to criticize because yeah you can say you can say he's a bad guy you can say he's yeah he 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 did some bad things and and yeah he, he's probably you know you can even say he's on the level of Saddam Hussein but the minute you say well maybe it's because he's a Jew. <gasps> oh, uh, no, no, you're, you're, you're anti-Semitic. But the minute you say, well, it's just Saddam Hussein, he's crazy because he's an Arab, you know, that's just the way, oh, well, yeah, okay, maybe you're right. It's just the exactly. double standards. And, the, you know, what? The, the double standards just never cease to piss me off. I mean, you know... I, I, you think you'd get over it after a while? I've been, I've been, you know, seeing these double standards for years and years and years, but it just pisses me off every time I see it. I just can't, you know. And, that, and that's one of the things when I first became a racialist, I started looking at things, and it was like, it was like, oh, this shit's like so in my face. How can no one else see it? And that was one <laughs> the, the big thing I tried to do. I tried to run out and show everybody, look at, the, look at these double standards. Look at all this shit. Look what you can do, and look what you can't do. And I'll, and i you know, and I would just scream at people, and they just, they refuse to even care. I mean, they. They, they would see it and they would agree with me but getting them to act on it or getting them to change their thinking or getting them to actually take action was, a, was the other thing so I mean it just never ceases to piss me off the fact that these Jews are a protected class uh, even more so I mean you know they're the number one protected class you can't talk about them even when they're this, even, I mean, and yeah, where, was this going to come out in, in, in the media? I don't think so.
0: You know, they say here he bought a single diamond worth $10 million and moved uh, millions in gold, uh, estimated to be around $22 million, to banks in Switzerland and Senegal, of all places.
2: Yeah, where well, they have no extradition treaty with the United States, Senegal.
0: Yeah.
2: That's what the article said. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm surprised you. I'm surprised he didn't just flee to Israel like most of them do. Or and and if, I, if I read it
1: correctly, uh, he finally managed to get, at some point, an exclusive contract with the United States government. He was the only manufacturer of uh, these Kevlar vests. Yeah.
2: So how pushy do you have to be and how
1: chosen to get that?
0: Zero competition, and yeah, that's
2: the way they like it. Yeah. Zero competition for shitty goods. Uh, just the way the Jews like it, exactly. Reminds the way me of the way they after the of Civil War when they went down to the South.
0: Right, and it's corruption on a government level. They like that too. I mean, they he probably signed off one of that uh, place signatures. You know, what was that uh, restaurant there in the Beltway uh, run by um, that Orthodox friend of uh, George A. Bush? Yeah, that has since been indicted. Uh, covered the in um.
2: Uh, of of uh, Abram what was his name? Yeah, I don't know. What you're talking Abrams? about. Yeah, or, yeah Abrams. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Abrams. Yeah, similar, similar deal there. And and then of course, uh, David Brooks, the Jew boy, gets a uh, Sh- Paul Schachtman ah, for his attorney. You know, not surprising.
0: Yeah, they and, really uh, like that. I mean, the centralization of power, of political power in Washington D.C. a ninety percent nigged out city, and then yeah. they're in there cutting the the pork up. From all
2: the uh, schlubs, that have to pay uh, 30% plus on their income tax. Yeah, they have Goyem uh, front people like Jorge Jorge Bush. But, uh, yeah, this behind the scenes, and look at the proportionality of it. I mean, that's what I, I focus on, not so much more than anything else. I mean, just look at the names in Congress and look at the people that, you know, le- uh, put these bills together that are just anti-American and, and completely, I mean, just... Call it how it is. They're just Marxist. I mean, that's what they are. By got. the way, speaking of the Congress, I
1: believe it was just a Jew Feinstein and Jew Chucky Schumer from New York were the two senators who put Mikasi over the top. Uh, I believe I read that uh, yesterday late. Uh, at least they, they, they cinched his nomination despite the fact that he likes waterboarding. So the two Jews right. put the Jew Mikasi over the top.
2: Yep. Yeah, and we got you know Bernanke and and Greenspan who technically doesn't have any role but still comes out and says stuff and and, and the world hops too you know and it's just it's just never ending with these Jews I mean in high places in actual power you know they have the so, so power. we'll we'll
1: have we'll have Mikassi prosecuting people under Jane Harman's bill won't that be nice I right. wonder if they'll pick yeah. any of us yeah well, and then will we'll get it on there.
0: smarting that uh, Lieberman didn't win the president.
1: Well, I I hope a new generation of young men just decide to go, uh, just decide on their own, to uh, you know take manly action, whatever that may entail. And I think they will. They get frustrated enough. But you know, uh, you were saying that uh, you were saying, Adam, that that the population is, uh, you know, will Americans do anything? And yet, they've already allowed the entire country to be taken over by non-whites. When you consider how pushy they are, they may only be like forty-two percent of the population now. But when you consider their their bald faced uh, bold faced you know pushiness, uh, they may as well be in control even now. And then you
2: factor in the Jews too. Yeah, I mean the Uh, average white guy doesn't have any any you know the words that come out of his mouth just don't mean jack shit compared to a nigger or a Jew. I mean, or or even a Mexican. I mean, you just have no no voice as a white person in this country. None. I mean, your vote's worth shit. If you if you can't see that your vote your vote is worth you know jack shit in the grand scheme of things I mean it's just not worth anything so don't don't tell me that you have oh I'm part of the democratic system because I have a vote no you don't
0: this does Go touch ahead. upon uh, you know one of the news pegs which is Ron Paul now the link I had up in the show notes is not coming out but yeah Ron Paul as a phenomenon is showing in a way that the political desperation uh, of America at this point in time you have Obama, uh, Hillary, and then a whole host of Republican uh, limp dicks, and everybody is just like, what's going on here? Uh, I think Americans are starting to panic, and and the Ron Paul (laughs) phenomenon is indicative of that.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the the link you gave me here was the one about you, you wanted to talk about the uh, Ron Paul donation from Don Black, who's the uh, you know so called white supremacist or whatever, runner uh, operator of Stormfront. Uh, he gave he gave Ron Paul like five hundred bucks, and uh, you know pu- publicized the fact that he did so on Stormfront, and uh, you know it, it, Ron Paul came under national, <laughs> you know. They, leave it to the national media to finally give Ron Paul I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sorry I'm sorry to go off on a tangent here, I'm, don't get me wrong, I think Ron Paul, he seems like a good guy and I, I would vote for him if I thought it would make a difference, really but, I mean, I just don't see it as urgent enough, the population is just it, I don't see it as it, as. Him, I don't see him getting elected, I just don't I mean, maybe I could be wrong, that's fine, but uh, you know, I, I, I think it would be great if he could but leave it to the national media to finally give Ron Paul some attention when a neo-Nazi supremacist gives him $500. I mean, it's a pretty low sum of money. but yeah. So anyway, the national media attacked Ron Paul for accepting donations from a neo-Nazi, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And actually, I was looking at the Ron Paul forums on his website, and I don't know, man. The, the guys over there seem to be pretty positive about it. You know, they basically say uh, free speech is free speech, whether you like it or not. Well, Aegis has made that laws. point
1: that, that, that as a people, we're supposed to be really. Uh positive and upbeat, that it's considered de classe if you're not so I guess any yeah. kind of dose of realism makes you a low-class person because I know a lot of white nationalists are pretty cynical, cynical about the way things are going and but actually you know you could call this enthusiasm all this for Ron Paul and yet if you look uh, scraped just below it, it really is a desperation and, and, and a rampant uh, just a galloping fear underwriting this and that's why he's so popular because intelligent people who are very few, relatively few are, uh, you know, beside themselves to find some way to legally change things, and yeah, I think it's going to be like Ross
0: Perot. Right, i.e. the internet. The people using the internet have, let's say, an IQ above 100, sure. and they're the ones who are supporting it because they see the writing on the wall, which is uh, bills like uh, the Harmon Bill and uh, a bunch of Republicans talking about bombing Iran.
1: And the dollar going to, the Federal Reserve Jewish dollar going to a down the toilet, which is where it belongs. But, uh, you know, yeah, sure, that, that yeah, fear, and people don't like change. And medicine
0: change. Just think of Katrina all over, you know, the country,
2: <laughs> and whitey he's got to right. pay for. It. Yep. Well, I, and uh, I was watching, uh, let's see here, Ron Paul on YouTube. He has a YouTube channel or whatever. I was watching his, he got on the, somehow he got on the Tonight Show, with Jay Leno had him on. And uh, <laughs> he got on there, they had the, you know, before he got on the interview, they had, <laughs> they had all these people waiting in line, you know, for the for the show to see Ron Paul and they all had Ron Paul T shirts on and whatnot. And they, they're you know, the Ron Paul uh ron paul is trying to diso- disassociate himself from neo-nazis at this point now because uh <laughs> of, of his national media attention which he's gotten or, or at least white racialist period he's trying to disassociate so you know you go on the ron paul forums and they're like oh, oh make sure you you make a point of the fact to say that ron paul's the number one candidate for african americans uh, anyway they got this nigger and this nigger bitch in the uh line for jay leno i guess she's trying to set a record for the most you know the most uh jay leno shows at Uh, anyone's ever been to or something like that she's been to something like 276 shows consecutively so i don't know how this nigger makes her money but she had some weird like fake gray wig on it was really all really weird but they but they 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 pull up and like there's all these ron paul supporters like legitimate ron paul supporters and they're like hey baby why don't you throw on this t-shirt and support ron paul and she's like who the fuck is ron paul is this Tom Cruise or something? Because there's a lot of people there, and she thought it was like Tom Cruise or some star coming, and she didn't even know who the fuck Ron Paul was, you know. But they 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 give her a T-shirt and she throws it on, she's like, "Yeah, Ron Paul," you know. Now she's all on board, you know. It's just like typical. But they were, you know, basically, and she's like, "Yeah, I love Ron Paul. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know what he do, but." Yeah, I love him. Yeah, whatever. Give me put my put my ugly ass nigga bitch on face on camera. You know, I, I mean that's what. It, yeah. But it I mean, was the just funny with Paul that thing.
0: Oh, his. He is a libertarian, and at some point, uh, you know that it's an ideology that breaks down. Yeah, it's yeah. an ideology that was. Uh, you know, who was the the Jewish, uh from Leningrad <laughs> who spearheaded it and ran? Uh And then right. it's got all the Jewish economists behind it: uh, Rothbard and uh, all of them. Uh, that are very key on individualizing whites. You know, the worst thing in the world is collectivism, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so, yeah, And that's... Yeah. I, I don't know, I see the point, you know, white nationalists can support Ron Paul in that, you know, he's a strict constitutionalist. He gives us at least the freedoms we need to operate, but he's, he's by no means a solution. He's,
2: uh, I mean, hey, great, you know, go vote for him. If you're going to vote, I guess, you know, whatever. Vote for him, and if vote really doesn't mean jack shit either way, since you don't actually directly vote in the uh, presidential candidate, but yeah, if you want to go vote for him, I would say just don't give him a whole crap load of money, please. Just save your money. Use it for right. something. Give it send to Chester Doles. Like- whatever. Yeah, or send it to Alex, whoever, so we, we can continue doing this type of stuff. Just... Because I mean, that's that's his big push is that he's he's raised more money than uh, he's raised he's the third highest uh, he's got the third highest uh, bank account I guess tally of any uh, Republican candidate, which is kind of cool for somebody that's uh, you know not a, a first tier candidate as the media likes to call it. Well, but I isn't it funny you the you way the, they call him?
0: The I don't know what they do with all this money. Uh, you know, I think with a million dollars. <laughs> I I could do a whole lot with a million dollars. And I don't mean by by, buy belt buckles.
2: Well, well, I mean, i got to imagine there's a lot of operating expenses with running a campaign. I saw in this, he didn't have security for the longest time. And then uh, I I, I saw in this YouTube video I was watching, he had a bunch of big, big burly white guys around him. Uh, So, I mean, you know, who knows, man? He's probably got death threats and stuff like that from kikes, from the ADL and places like that. Because the ADL certainly doesn't support Ron Paul in any way. Um, But, you know, I don't know. Like I said, Andy, I... I, Well, you know, know know, know, in
1: the Constitution, they've gotten our people to believe nostalgically. I know a lot of people probably my age or a little bit younger even, they tend to think, oh, yeah, the Constitution, I learned about it in school, it's a very sacred thing, and so forth and so on. And yet, it's only as valuable as the people in a society, again, the cultural mores as it is in the legal system, and the cultural mores now do not support it. Otherwise, they would have been, uh, you know, in the streets about habeas corpus ending, and, and they're not. You know, it's just one push after the other. And again, some of you know, Aegis has a very keen understanding of this. This is a worldwide thing they're trying to get going. It has to do with one world government and with a coterie of people running it. And the Jews uh, are are right in there with the top with them, if not solely Jewish. And it's a very serious thing. It's quasi-religious. It's financial, and they're dead serious. And the, the white people, the few of us on the planet. We have to get some consciousness going the way the Muslims have. We're Muslims. And although they say, oh, oh race doesn't matter and so forth in Muslimism, the fact is, is most of them are darkies. And, you know, let them stay down their part of the world. They got oil, they got everything else. But but whites should be entitled at least, at the very least, to our indigenous autonomous lands where we were first. And by the way, the evidence says that we were in North America first now by the Smithsonian. We have the movies on Pod Blanc about it. Uh, Euros are the first Americans, and uh, there's another one that
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah there are three and, of them. And, but and, people like Alex Jones will say, "Oh, well, that proves that uh, whites are mixed with Indians." <laughs> because they were here 1st well, don't you know? But yeah, yeah, that's true. The, that's the, the, true, the right? thing
1: is, they've got to come to grips with the fact that either you're going to live with these people or you're not, and yeah. if you're going to live with them, it's going to be pretty damn uh, rough. And not only rough. But your daughters are going to be screwing them and marrying them. And then, you know, if they believe this stuff like Mishner wrote about the golden race and all this nonsense, it's not going to happen. I mean, if if you want it to happen, if you allow it to happen. And so whites have the the legal right to organize on the planet and to get consciousness and say, you know, you're with your people and we're with ours and never the twain shall meet. You know, if we need some fucking thumb pianos from Africa or some chromium, we'll let you know.
2: Damn right, we're damn right Some we do. and jump. You
0: know, I think whites have a breaking point. I think they definitely do, and and I think it really the, the worst part. For example, just no represent taxation without representation. And uh, as we see, you know, this uh, this this uh, usury game goes; it grows exponentially. So they have to keep raising taxes, and, and people just start asking themselves, "What the hell am I living for?" And right. at, at that point, that's the tipping point, point that people are going to start
1: getting popped. To separate or die. You know, they, they're already. Even Dr. McDonald on his blog is talking about that. How they the, they're doing serious scientific studies now about the. the Intelligence difference between blacks and whites. You know, scientists are. In other words, they're not being held back by the uh, by the uh, the boogeyman of political correctness from studying this even now. And these things will become more and more scientifically, genetically known. And besides the obvious chaos, but it could be just like South Africa. I mean, I don't know what whites. And then then also they believe that uh, Bible stuff about the Jews. I had a friend uh, just telling me he's from Tennessee and he has a. He's a well-educated fellow, and he has his uh, uncle, I guess, in his 70s, and he says his uncle agrees with him right down the line on race and everything until you come to the Jews. And then he says, oh, you're you're messing with God's people there. Four members of the Republican Party who are running for president also also do not believe in evolution. So if there was a gasp in the audience, it should be a bigger gasp. Uh, Is the world flat?
2: (laughs) Is the world flat?
1: Yes.
0: I don't know. What do you think? I I never thought about it, Whoopi. Uh, Is the world flat? I never thought about it. You I, I, never thought about what the world was no, because I, but I tell you what I've thought about: yeah. how I'm going to feed my child. Well, you how I'm going to take care of my family. The world is the world flat has never entered into uh-huh. like, it, that has not been an what important thing to well, me.
2: That's so so this just typical. typical. They are typical. Yeah, that's that's how I most know. people are. I talk to. I mean, it's just you yeah. know, and as long as they can keep that going, you know, you know, they're they're protected. Yeah, well, and, uh, Gene, we did
0: touch upon the academia uh, or academicians uh, talking about racial differences. Uh, we did have the Watson affair recently, where uh, Nobel Prize winner uh, Watson came out and basically stated the obvious yet again that uh, the problem with Africa is not uh, money or Western aid, but uh, the the uh, IQ level
2: of
1: the Africans. Out but he got excoriated for that, didn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. He was supposed to go... Go. He, they canceled a bunch of his speaking engagements and things because he uh, made that <laughs> horror... You know, the truth... What is it? In uh, Europe, uh, Canada, the, the truth is no defense. Um, you know, hey, hey, it doesn't matter if you're speaking the truth. It's hate. It doesn't matter whether it's true. The sky is flat and so is the earth and, uh, you know... You better believe it. I'm telling you. You know, you you get a
1: few, a few thousand people walking down the streets, just pulling out a revolver and shooting somebody in the head, and just keep on walking. They'll wake up real goddamn quick, and I hope it comes to that. It says, Dr.
0: James Watson, the lauded scientist who unlocked DNA, has now spoken aloud what many people have known for centuries. There are racial differences in IQ that explain the African continent's economic failure, social disintegration, rampant (laughs) disease, chaos, and record-setting rape and murder statistics. The black-white IQ gap has been laid on the table for the first time in probably 50 years. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. He he had to uh, publicly apologize for making racially insensitive remarks, and was yeah. uh, then relieved of his position. At, what was it at a Long Island research facility? As a Nobel Prize winner,
2: yeah, and that's uh, you know the minute you say you, you can't. It's it's just one one utterance, you know. I mean, one utterance, and you're doomed. Just like. Uh, that dog, the bounty hunter, you know, he's been, he's been in hot water lately because I guess one of his nigger lover sons, uh, recorded him, uh, within a conversation on the phone saying the word nigger. So they, they, they just pulled his show. They just pulled it. Even though it's got great ratings, you know, they make a million dollars off of them. They just pulled, pull a pull show. Uh, you know, we will not tolerate any deviance <laughs> from our multicultural, multi uh, blah 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 You know, similar thing over and over and over. We saw it with you know Irving. He's actually getting charged. You know, he was charged and everything. But uh, yeah, James Watson, you know, dog the bounty from from Nobel Prize winning scientists to dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> it's universal. No matter who you are, you cannot criticize If You criticize say the truth,
0: you're gonna get you're going get one. yeah. Even if you're a fucking,
2: even if you're a retarded bounty hunter on TV with a shitty reality TV show. I mean, even though your, your opinion is shitty, on man. He, he pulls in Asiatics
1: all over Honolulu, <laughs> all hopped up on on, on, uh, on uh, speed. It's one of the yeah. funniest things I've ever seen. I know right where he's going. It's hilarious. And then he talks to him about God to straighten
2: out their life in the back right. of his $100,000 SUV. Yeah, and you he better thinks straighten that out your stuff. life, motherfucker, because God's going to judge you, <laughs> that's motherfucker. Right now let's pray shit that's how it is but i mean i mean honestly uh james watson's opinion of of race and 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 the and the uh you know the iq thing and everything that goes along with his uh, years and years of research and study i mean mean a whole hell of a lot more than dog the bounty hunter uttering the word nigger but yet they're treated the same you see i mean it's like Okay, it doesn't matter who you are. You you're untouched, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, untouch- you can't even go. You side. can hardly go to a bar
1: in the United States of America or anywhere in the world without seeing some nigger on TV. To you singing about niggers. Not uh, even seeing how kooky and topsy turvy they've gotten it. Yeah. yeah. You What's can't that? go to a bar, period, without seeing a nigger in person. Yeah. Yeah. Yelling sure. nigger on the TV. Well, now We got we know you're niggers. You don't have to tell us.
0: Air Force General George S. Brown uh, making an incendiary remark. And I quote, They own, you know, the banks in this country. The newspapers. Just look at where the Jewish money is. Uh, that was made by Four Star Air Force General George S. Brown.
1: Yeah, I think he said that in 73 or 74, I believe. That's a famous Well, then He's
2: been saying it for a long time. Boom! And the nuclear bomb exploded. In the room. But, yeah, I mean, that's not we, what we've just been saying.
0: Yeah, it so says, speaking of the lobby, Brown said, quote, it is so strong you wouldn't believe it. We have Israelis coming to us for equipment. We say we can't possibly get the Congress to support that. They say, don't worry about the Congress. We'll take care of the Congress. Now, <laughs> now this is somebody from another country, but they can do it.
2: That was 33 years ago, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. What would
0: he say about Harmon? <laughs>
2: Oh my God! I, it, it's just... A, I this. It sounds like it's from today, but I can't believe it's 30 years ago. And things never get more, better, you know. Jewish influence hasn't gotten been lessened in any way. It's just gotten more and more. So you can imagine what it's like today. If somebody like this was saying this some uh, 30 years ago or more plus, you know, just imagine imagine what it's like today. I mean, we're we're screwed. <laughs> Bottom line. So, but yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty scary stuff to know that uh, for- foreigners have that much stake in our government, and we literally are financing their existence. I mean, Kevin every- McGall
1: said uh, he- he's saying now again on his blog, which is what he said in Culture Critique too, basically. But when they speak from within universities and from tenured chairs, and when they speak uh, as the leaders of society. We tend to ascribe, or or any reasonable people, tend to ascribe a lot of value to that. So that Harmon is a lawyer, and uh, she's rich, never mind she made it from her Mexican sweatshops uh, doing fashion clothing or whatever it is down there. It doesn't matter. She knows how to uh, use people. But uh, this is what it is. So they get law degrees or whatever. Regardless of how skilled they are, they get the law degrees, just like uh, Negroes get law degrees. It doesn't mean too
2: much. Yeah, for being a a, uh, football star. Yeah, yeah they, showing get the up.
0: Chain, they get the position, and the position that right. position, they could throw people in jail or basically yeah, call true. Americans criminals in their own country.
1: Mm-hmm. And he yes, says they that can. they, M- M- McDonald says that w- we also believe that they are, uh, because they're so deeply entrenched, we cannot see... Embedded. Yeah, embedded, that we cannot see any difference between them and us. And, and it just sounds so almost trite, as if, well, you know, there, there is no difference, most people would say. But there's a lot of difference. It's just that whites have been trained that it's a big boogeyman to consider the difference. It's bad or it's evil or it's uh, you know we're all Americans and then all this nonsense instead of understanding the uh, what what moves the tribe and what has for thousands of years. Uh, it's really no joke. They've started wars over it. That's what World War II was. Uh, about, it's what the Bolshevik Revolution was about, and it's what the coming, coming clamp down on free speech around the world is about. It's Jews causing trouble against our people. And our people's natural inclination is to just let it roll. And by let it roll, I don't mean having nigger hip-hop on TV and all over the world broadcasting to white girls. Our idea of let it roll is, you know, you shut up and stay out of our world and we'll stay out of yours. You know, go down to Israel or whatever you do down there. And if you want to make the World War down there, let the 41 Arabs deal with it.
0: Yeah, well, basically, That's an in- the way I see it, Israel is like an exclusive Middle Eastern California for Jews, subsidized 100% by the American taxpayers. Sure yeah. tax it is. And they just get to shoot people at will, uh, spy on countries at will, yeah. uh, do basically whatever the hell they want to do.
1: Yeah, and become wealthy doing it, and, and send their children all into the best schools, have all their racial organizations to beat the band everywhere you turn. Uh, Hillel, ADL, the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, Hadassah, uh, APAC. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, Those are uh, Jewish organizations. But try to try to do that for white people. How about how about the European American uh, Foundation? Wow, oh, boy,
0: yeah, that, that, that'd be the
1: biggest hate group on the planet.
0: They, they, they. Cordoned off a section of geography far away from the United States and outsourced untold billions of, of taxpayer money to it. It's the, the cleverest uh-huh. port packaging I've ever yeah. heard of.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, so and, you know, they subsidize communication, software development and telecommunications, and they specialize, I know we've talked on Goyfires about it before, but they specialize in implanting them in various countries and they literally give people massive tax breaks and, and as you just pointed out, Americans are paying for all that. To, to large, large, large measure. And, and not only that, someone just published it. Besides the fact that you cannot boycott Israel, it's against the law to boycott Israel companies, Israeli companies. They've also, we've guaranteed their oil supply, I guess, since the mid-70s. No matter what, we're going to make sure they have oil and gas. Yeah, even if no you're cold and what. freezing
2: in your house, the kikes in Israel <laughs> are going to have it. And the government there and the little headquarters of the New World Order are going to have it. And that's I think that's what Israel is essentially is. The little headquarters for the New World Order which is uh, essentially a a kike enterprise. It's, it's It's not an Aryan concept to want to control or dominate, I don't think. I don't believe. And I haven't met a whole lot of white people. And it's been their desire to control other people or to control the policies or what other people do with their lives but i think it's a completely jewish thing and even to just read the bible i mean the jewish written bible i mean that's all that's all the jews the the jews meddled and and constantly were meddling in uh the affairs of other nations and and constantly controlling and just look at the story of joseph and the the technicolor dreamcoat you know i mean I mean that, that's essentially what they're doing to the United States and in and, and Europe and, ev- and everywhere, all around the world, and uh, that's what they've been doing for thousands of years. It's in their it's in their natural bio- biology. Uh, it's in the epigenome for them to do that.
0: Basically, they offshore U.S. tax dollars and created a terrorist infrastructure and trained you know assassins, spies, uh, every type of criminal known to man and then they were able to use that terrorist base to further uh terrorize
2: the the country the u.s and yeah and and look at and the, and the Mossad. i mean around the world
0: look at who's uh, running france right now
2: yeah and look at look at uh look at south africa i mean the Mossad has admitted to uh sticking sticking what was it uh, ubuntu or something like that in, into power, I mean, they basically funded the revolution which got this nigger into power in South Africa. I mean, it was Mossad, and they eventually admitted to it, and it was proven that, that that they were the key ingredient to getting this nigger into power. I mean, they're all over the fucking world controlling everything. Not, I mean, not necessarily controlling it, but certainly pushing it in a, in a certain direction. And, you know, oh, well, Mbutu's not a Jew. Well, uh, how can you say that they... No, but they're behind putting him in, telling him what to say, telling him what to do, so that... You know, individually, he will gain from it, but in a long scheme of things, Jews will gain from from everything. Jews think collectively, unlike most whites, unlike most uh, you know white people. Blacks generally think collectively, and so do Mexicans. Uh, whites tend to think uh, individually, and we don't. We don't. We can't conceptualize the fact that somebody, <laughs> especially a whole group of people, would. Uh, specifically, work in the interest of only themselves. Uh, it's an immoral concept for us, and we—it's hard for us to conceptualize that. But I think once we do, we'll, we'll be in a better spot. And and I guess getting get on the radio and just talking about it and and, and showing the truth of, uh, behind it. I mean, shit. Okay, if you don't want to take my word for it as a, as a racist, as a white racist, just listen to Alex Jones. I mean, I mean, you know, he He, come, he looks at things from a a, uh, a Christian creationist type viewpoint, which it really just completely destroys a lot of his arguments, in my opinion, about the way the world is. And he comes. He looks at. He looks at from a you know inequality type of viewpoint. But even he knows what's going on with Israel and the Mossad. Even he knows all this stuff, and even he says it. We just take it one step further. Even Alex Jones says the number one target of the New World Order is whites especially nordic whites he said that on the radio i've heard him say it so it's not something that 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 we're you know we're the only ones saying and it's some crazy conspiracy theory uh you know yeah alex jones is obviously a conspiracy theorist uh, i think he admits that but um it's not just us it's, it's it's obvious i mean if you just sit down and look at it and take the time to actually look at the evidence behind it and look at what, he, what he's saying and what we're saying it's true and uh, you know that's we're their number one enemy. I don't think they're out to kill us; they're out for control. And and they're you know gonna, speak, they, speak I, of And we're the number one thing standing in their way. And and that's that's speak why we're in the crosshairs. Uh, regarding
1: the Nordic uh, issue, I wanted to tell you I, I'm uh, I'm aware of a story. I can't go into too many of the details of it, but the long and the short it involved a Nordic author and uh, this big Jew fixer who's in uh, Brussels, Belgium, and apparently he's the number one EU Jew fixer or. Uh, you know, what is it, rainmaker, what have you, for the for the EU. And when Microsoft at one point tried to make some forays into Europe, this was rather early on, and uh, they tried to kind of legally run and, and run around the EU and so forth, and around this Jew being the fixer, the middleman, he sued them and I guess won tens of millions of dollars against Microsoft, and his name's all over these companies. Well, he was very pushy with this particular uh, uh, intellect intellectual and... Uh, we're just about to identify him. In fact, my friends know who he is and want to find out who he is and address him more regularly, if you will.
0: We have here uh, also a German Vanity Fair uh, reporter suing neo-Nazi, um, Jew Michael Friedman, a journalist attorney of Former leader in the German Jewish community wanted to interview interview far rightist Horst Mahler about his roots as a founding member of the left extremist Red Army faction for the Trendy Magazine. Mahler, seventy-one who famously underwent a transformation to the extreme right, reportedly greeted Friedman with Howl Hitler and during the course of the two hour interview denied the Holocaust occurred and called Hitler the savior cardinal of, sins. the savior of not only the German people. The interview, which is in German, currently online and in the printed version of Germany's Vanity Fair. So uh, yeah, Jane, I don't know if you've been following this, but this is uh, yeah.
1: I, I, I this was the guy. He he represented. Uh, he was kicked off. He was representing um, Zundel for a while, right? Yeah, he And, was and the judge job. kicked him off. Yeah, nine. Months. And not only that, but I remember him from when I was twenty or twenty-one years old. He was what was the uh, the Baden uh, Meyerhoff gang, whatever it was, of communists, and they'd pull in with their Mercedes Benz and on the freeway and pull a big 180 degree turn and jump out with machine guns and you know robin uh, armored cars and banks and everything and I guess he was one of the principals and then he went and got a law degree well good for him and and now he's made one of these famous communist or leftist conversions and apparently they're quite common that is communist uh, converting to nationalist and interestingly he's done it after a lifetime of experience he's now 71 i believe yeah, so that's got fascinating
0: out, got out in august from jail and uh, uh-huh. greeted the jew reporter with the hyatt <laughs> so now- but, but he
1: got out for having uh, didn't he do something about uh oh, we, we talked about it on a goy fire. i think he did six months or something recently for having some he uh, the
2: pamphlets out was he nine, yeah right exactly nine months huh? yeah 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 nine the pamphlets he distributed the pamphlet saying uh, anti-Semitism is, is, is an obvious yeah. indicator of, of good mental health. During the but before trial. that, he
1: was a literal, uh, I mean, he was out and out, uh, you know, communist, uh, terrorist, uh, not terrorist, but he was a revolutionary. You know? He was out there yeah. in the streets with guns. Was, Isn't that right? He,
0: he was trained in Palestine to build bombs was
1: and shoot guns. Yeah, Was he? Yeah. Man, some whites ought to go to some of those places and learn some stuff.
0: <laughs> and they, that comes up in the interview.
1: Obviously. Yeah, yeah uh, Friedman, well, that's what? the same name as Geraldo Rivera. That's his mother's real name. F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N. I noticed that when I read that story. Yeah,
0: this guy was that something like that top Jew in Germany. Before there was a scandal, he was caught sniffing coke off poker's tits and... Uh, his whole reputation went up in flames.
1: We talked about this guy, he's a multimillionaire too, right?
0: Yeah, then he gets a talk show. Yeah. And now
1: he's right This is a this, in the, He's a journalist. He's God damn, he's worth about 10 million bucks or something. What do you mean a journalist? He's a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. another one. He, they all are. Power Ranger. Yeah. Probably the Black Whoa. Power Ranger. But didn't is, isn't he suing now su, What's this What's What's the rest of the story on this Is He's suing uh Mahler now for uh, what ethnic intimidation or something like that yeah, because of this in, interview?
0: Guy just gets out of jail, and uh, basically, yeah, now he's trying to sue him uh, for racial uh, incitement to racial hatred or something. Yeah,
2: They're yeah. Trying to
0: nice. get, him, get him back to jail for an additional <laughs> nine months when he went there as reporter to interview.
2: Yeah, I wonder we if get him on
0: Goi
1: Fire.
2: Any, uh, well, let's interview yeah, him on Goyfire Fire if we can. I don't yeah,
1: know that if, he yeah, he uh, speaks, if he speaks English.
2: Yeah, if he speaks English, would be great. Oh yeah, God, couldn't. yeah, and it sounds like he'd do it because he sounds like he's pretty uh, uh hardcore, if you will. I mean, you know, he sounds like he doesn't really give a, give give much much of a care to getting put back in jail. But I guess he's seventy something years old, so at that point, you know, it, it, it's it. such a it's such a high to witness all this.
1: You know, at my age, after living through the whole multicult, when I was a kid, I remember Rudolph Hess was in jail, and they'd write articles about him, and uh, they'd have Rockwell in the newspaper, but it was only, say, 20 years after the war, you know, when I was 14 or so. And, and, you know, in 1963, 50% of all the goods in the world were produced by the United States. 50% in 1963. Why? Because Europe was, Europe was destroyed, and Japan... I even went to Japan early on in uh, early 70s and I remember at the airport and I thought, wow, it's dark and dingy and, you know, they got a few pretty good gizmos, but it was like, uh, you know, Thailand or something at the airport. But... Yeah, China
0: was commie, North Korea was in shambles. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we've been the been, uh, well, look we We went over to Europe, killed our own people, our ancestors did, uh, murdered our own people, some of the best DNA uh, at the Jews' behest and, and urgings and and and, and uh, underhanded uh, pushings and so forth with with communism in the Ukraine and so forth and which was pushing into Germany and now here we are 50 years later coming around full circle fighting these fucks again on on a new world order one world government well uh, you know they're trying to hide from people to some extent yeah
2: yeah and it's it never something. never stops man it's a circular i mean
0: yeah. uh, <laughs> yin and yang it's the yin and
2: yang now they all the, all yep and, and the jew and all every to me it seems like every jew is a communist at heart and a zionist by action you know i mean that, that's what they they want. One world. They want one thing. But they, you know, they want to keep their little thing over there, and they want to have that for them. But they want everybody to be, you know, uh, one one big happy family. But that's not really what they want at all. Um, yeah. John well, Serric is they, a big uh, on the Supreme Court. He's a big fan of this uh, National Judaic Institute of
1: Judaic Law, and he's on the United States Supreme Court. And Serric is a supposed conservative, and there's a lot of them who behind that. And of course. Uh, uh, was himself uh, has appeared at the Chabad Lubavitcher, and, and they're one of the looniest, nuttiest kind of uh, uh, religious orgs. You know, they may as well. I mean, the Moonies on the Washington Post, and that's supposed to be a conservative paper. They're all loons, uh, you know. <laughs> Well, all I have to say is this has shown
0: some serious gumption in the face of uh, you know Jewish uh, intimidation tactics. Sure he did. And, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. guy Friedman is just—he's off the hook. He's out of control. Uh, I mean, if he would just go in there and then he, he, they they publish this big interview. Of course, he loses on <laughs> every point and still thinks yeah. he wins. You know?
2: Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, you want to you want to interview a neo-Nazi? What do you expect? And then you're gonna sue him after he he he, he's a, he acts like a neo-Nazi. For your stupid little interview, and that's what you were—that's what you wanted to get out of it in the first place, because you wanted to fucking sell your little magazine or whatever it is, or sell your TV show. I mean, it's just total total chutzpah, isn't
0: right, it? And only this guy can interview him because every other German is scared to death. Oh, yeah. he would be uh-huh. thrown out on his ass the next day, never get published.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that's true. I mean, isn't isn't saying these things like, you know, I, I would say even if you're even if you have a TV show and you publish what someone else says on your TV show, aren't you liable for that hate speech because it was your TV show? Wouldn't you be? I, I, th- I would think you would be. I, I mean, under the crazy but in law Germany, law, they know. can
1: just they'll, they'll parse it in the courts just like they will in the United States
2: against white people. He kind of see, right, but I, see I mean, it's
0: He he can do whatever he
2: wants yeah, to do. Yeah, yes, yeah. the right. law doesn't apply there. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's chosen. He he doesn't it doesn't matter what he does. It's what you do. It's what you do. He's he's innocent. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. He, he's he's somewhere. Fuck he, He's got like a self hate thing going on. I don't know. I mean, they they have to debate it, but see, it's just like a nigger can say nigger, but a white person yeah. saying nigger gets thrown in the slammer.
1: All right. I don't know. I, I guess
2: more and more Germans aren't putting up with it. That's one good thing. Yeah, You're this judging guy's by their elections.
0: Throw me in jail. He's throw me back in jail. I don't care. So.
2: Yeah. Well, he's he is seventy-one. So you gotta gotta admit that he probably doesn't have many more years on this earth. But I, I don't know, man. Even still, you got you got to you got to give him some damn credit for for actually sticking up for himself yeah. like that if not for white people in general man i mean just stick up for yourself if nothing else say what you're gonna say and if it's illegal to say that i mean you know have some freaking honor for yeah. god's sakes
0: this guy was not making any uh irving-esque uh, recantations <laughs> no, no. or apologies he was like this is the way it is and you're going to throw me in jail,
2: throw me back in jail. Similar yeah. to, uh, to zundola right? Yeah, and his uh, pamphlet was good too, that he wrote before and went yeah. to jail, for, for nine. Yep, yep. <laughs> seems like it seems, seems like a solid white guy. It'd be great to get him on, man. <laughs> Should hook that up, Aegis. Hook, hook us up. Yeah, he's a very historic guy. Hook us up with the Holt, Hosmala, shit. Come yeah, on. I'd
0: have to. Uh, <laughs>
2: that'd be great. Yeah. No, that'd be great. We, we'd have
0: to get real serious real fast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He might have a sense of humor. You never know.
0: Yeah, well, switching uh, the European gears, we had a, a great, well, uh, an amazing story this weekend of uh, some humanitarian group kidnapping uh in Chad and then being uh, arrested by the authorities there for kidnapping. Now, these, these French do-gooders, the plan was to, <laughs> to, to kidnap a hundred or so of them and give them to white couples in France. <laughs> but they were, they were busted. What a great present. And the, what, what happens? Jude to the rescue, Sarkozy, flies in his own personal presidential jet. And before this became a real international scandal, paid some bribes in Chad and had all of these ne'er-do-wells, uh, leftists, nut jobs, picked up, and flown back to France in his personal jet.
1: You mean the presidential jet, not the personal one? The, the presidential, the presidential one.
0: jet, yes. Sarkozy's.
1: Well, they understand the Bakshi system, didn't Chad used to be their uh, colony anyway?
0: I don't know, Chad. I'm not sure. I mean, it's well, well maybe so. it wasn't, but it's possible. If they were, know, maybe they were speaking French. Yeah, it's possible they're francophone. Yeah.
1: They, they, they were young girls, some of them, and they were good-looking French girls. And I don't know if they grew up. Uh, somebody was telling me Catholicism is dead in in uh, France now, pretty much. But uh, they they grew up with this multicultural idea. And for Americans who don't know. Uh, Even back in the 30s, France would welcome niggers over their performers because I guess their contacts in Africa all those many years, they thought it was real hip. And to some extent, they still do, even though their society's been ruined by it. And uh, they lured these little kids away. In some cases, at least the kids said, one or two of them who were seven or eight, said, oh, they were giving my dad cookies and candy and me. And they said, we'll put him in school. And the dad said, okay, sounds good. And probably thought he'd get some uh, cash in the envelope every couple of months at least, or maybe yeah. every month. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal by any, by any way you look at it. And uh, it, so many whites <laughs> believe that, that, that this is a, a cool thing to do. It's it's unbelievable to us. Of course, we cannot fathom it, but a lot of people, I guess, believe in it. And it's supposedly, I suppose, uh, proof that the uh, Franz Blasi and Margaret Mead thing, although it's been debunked, that it doesn't matter, you know, a person's race as long as uh, it, it's their uh, what is it called environment not uh, nature versus that, that, nurture yeah that's it nature versus that's a little catchphrase and yeah. uh, we'll see because uh, I mean we don't even need to see because it's already been disproven pretty much <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you a, look at an American who wants to get out of the multicol and move to maybe a rural rural area of France, would be denied. There's no way the EU would come oh, down. Uh, sorry, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, some hijacked nig
2: from Chad. He's a French citizen. <laughs> Give him away like a <laughs> present. Here, yeah. here, look, look what we got for you. A <laughs> hundred <laughs> well, hijacked
0: nigs uh, just get shuffled through customs.
2: Yeah, uh, what they, do they do, put them in their trench coats? That's a good point. Yeah, like yeah. a bunch of little nigs sticking out of their little pockets and they open up the trench coat and you got all these little eyes yeah. blinking and stuff. I mean, what the fuck is this? I think this? they had them
1: out there on the tarmac. They must have had a C-130 or something, and, and that's where they actually arrested them on the tarmac. And they were facing at one point 20 years in jail, and for sure they would have got raped really regularly, those girls. But I figured right away they'd bribe him out. In fact, I made some commentary about it, but, uh, and that's what happened.
0: Yeah, well, gee, they they bribed un- him out. unheard of that a president of a country bails out ne'er-do-wells in, a, in an African country for doing shady activity in the first place. Well, won't they oh, represent
1: yeah. it as his being a humanitarian and, and the girls and all the, they were good Christian people and good, uh, loving, trying to place these poor little piccaninnies in wonderful homes? Isn't that how they'll represent it in France? I wonder.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they're going to spin it whichever way they want, but this is just—I yeah. uh, mean, I don't think it, they
1: care about facts.
0: In a healthy national, under a healthy national government, this organization would never would have been shut down immediately. And sure, there is no way in hell a president—if they got caught—there's no way in hell a president would fly. its Personal jet to, to smooth
1: things over and get them out. That's for sure. Uh, well, yeah. well, whites again think that it's, it's like the monkeys, you know, beating the bones and discovering the use of tools at the head of a 2001 a Space Odyssey. On the one hand, whites view them like that, so they, they think it's a real opportunity for them to come here to France. And when we desperately love a child and need one. And I don't know why they, they, they want to tow one around. I mean, it just looks bizarre in the first place. Some little nigglet and then a white couple. And especially, sometimes they'll even have a little white girl of their own or another adoptee or something. How weird is that?
2: Well, no, they like had like, a, uh, the, the Brad Pitt, the ba- Brad yeah. Pitt story. I mean, they have their own little white kid, and yeah. they adopted one of these little niggers from the Sudan or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, and so and you the know, one the the who inspired girl.
1: Madonna is a Jew, too. He's a big international
2: Jew. Who was I think yeah. nominated for a Nobel Prize? We, we covered him on one go far right? I think she's got she's got at least one. I, I think she's or two. I think she's trying to get another yeah. one. No, no, I mean there's it, but that's what a bunch of. They're, they're they're saving them. They're they're saving them from their imminent destruction. Uh, okay, but well, who brought him out? Tom Cruise's wife?
1: She got one too, right?
2: Yeah, right. Kidman. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, oh, yeah, Kidman. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, she's a she's a big nigger lover to begin uh-huh. with, but. Uh, she dated that Jew, half Jew, uh, half nigger, uh, Lenny Kravitz, Kravitz. She did, but uh, yeah, yeah, she was she was fucking him for a while. Yeah, That's well, pretty gross. Say,
0: switching gears here to homegrown niggers, we have O.J. Simpson arrested on robbery. This was, again, a big story in the
1: qual. You got something to say about that?
0: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> O.J.
2: Simpson,
0: charged today with six felonies... Juice! ...in connection with a reported armed robbery of some sports memorabilia in a Las Vegas hotel room. So, uh, yeah, the juice
2: yeah. is on. backlogged. <laughs> bag- well, I think he's out of jail now, though, because I think he got bailed out. But he's he's awaiting trial, actually, I think, right now, but... <laughs> I mean does this nigger understand that he 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 got like basically a, a pardon from a, the death sentence and it, you know how, how stupid do you have to be to commit an armed robbery with uh you know you basically your your life's on the line i mean you, you already got out of it once, man. How many times do you think you can dodge fate here? It's like, come on, you I mean, dumb nigger. For your a, front, of, you know, do imagine. some frontal low back exercises or something. The, the, they oh. rang up
1: the FBI and said they're going to go get their stuff back. They didn't say they're going to take guns, but well, I mean,
2: they have a. They have a uh, audio tape of it. Yeah. I mean, so they, and the they FBI they said, well, that up. won't
1: exonerate you because you told us. <laughs> they had to explain it to us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, listen, uh, I'm going to go rob this guy. He got my crack, uh, <laughs> but I'm just letting you know ahead of time, so it's it's cool, right? Is that you okay? <laughs> you can't commit armed robbery, even if the shit's yours. I'm sorry. This is not yeah, the way a civilized yeah. society works, but hey, you know. Here's and there, a, he's, here we go.
0: another <laughs> The instant leading to the arrest came the night before the release of quote, If I did It," a book Mr. Simpson collaborated on with a ghostwriter yeah. that he said was a fictional account of how he might have committed the murders
2: for which he was acquitted. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, that, that was a great, t- didn't they, I think they put that out borders, and then a bunch of people got pissed off about it, and they pulled it or something like that, that was a great, <laughs> yeah, I, I still want to know who wrote the book for him, because I'm sure it was a Jew, but uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever, I hope he gets convicted and put in jail for a good long time. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, he'll probably get one of these juries with one, one nigger on it, and he'll have a hung jury, and they'll have to retry him at the expense of, you know, $50,000 a trial, and he decide to fuck it. Just yeah, let the Loretta guy go. Will be
0: up Memphis, yeah, up
2: Yeah, 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 promoting her fucking website and her little business. Yeah, and, uh, you know. But, hey, actually, didn't we make O.J. Simpson a uh, honorary Aryan at one point for offing a race mixer and a grievous uh, race mixer <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a Jew? I think he should be made one. But he hasn't done anything to uh, make himself you know, worth anything since then, so throw him in the fucking clink. Get rid of his ass. I'm yeah, sick of I seeing mean, him. on. the
0: niggers yeah. now are like, well, they, they
2: going to get him now. He, yeah, he's
0: yeah. yeah. He going to throw the book at that nigga.
2: You got one time. We ain't. We can't back you up that much, nigga. You 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 can't do that much shit. You capital I mean, done
0: cashed out.
2: We we ain't gonna riot for you this time, man. Come on now.
1: You know, yeah. for all the whites in the United States listening to this, or even the UK and France. They're 13% of the population in the United States. And the amount of media, you would think, if you were just an independent observer, they must be about 38% of the population, or 35, 33, something like that. 99%, Jake. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like a racist rednecks thing, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. I'm just so tired of seeing them. I, I was at a place tonight, and they have them, they're they playing them over here in Europe, in some nice little place. And I thought, why? What? what, what why do you want to see jumping insects, you know? Well, and, like just, look, One was story. on the hood of a car, a car with a white girl.
2: Yeah. I, I don't need it. I just and it, don't and it. It, If you look at who's putting them in front of us, I mean, it's redundant to say it, and it's just, we keep on saying it, but Jews run your media, you know, Viacom owns your BET, and, and yep. if you put the two and two together, this Jew we were just talking about who uh, is a war profiteer, who got uh, indicted for uh, embezzling all this money and these uh, armor, uh, armor-plated uh, vests? Yeah. Look who he had playing at his daughter's little bot, bot mitzvah there—a Jewish saxophone player named Kenny G and Fifty Cent. You know, yeah. so they, I mean, they, they love it. They love this shit. They love to see these little, these little well, insects. Well, we also had Steven Tyler in <laughs> his band. What's his name? Uh? Aerosmith. 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 He needs, yeah. he
0: needs yeah. some heroin too.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, they, you know. they, they did say that an Eagles played at another event. I, I did read that. I don't know if that story was correct or not, but they said that it must have been he hired them at some other event.
2: Uh, uh, high priced
1: yeah. garage bands. You know, th- these guys, imagine what they think. These guys have been all over the world. And they go, oh, God, we're going to play for this rich Jew now. What does it this guy do? <laughs> Makes flak jackets. Oh, and then the flak jacket story is in the press. I mean, you know, those are smart guys. They can figure this stuff out. It's uh, kind of disgusting. Think about it. Don Henley up there, you know, Cowtown does this breezy <laughs> chip. Either with all this money yeah. he's got, <laughs> yeah. Oh well.
0: Well, uh, you yeah, know we're not out of the crickets yet. We got Genesis Six, uh, Nooses on the Loose, uh, where basically six uh six Nick pack beat a white guy in the unconsciousness, and uh, these these were made civil rights heroes, and it's been just one big agitprop train uh, ever since. And these guys recently appeared on the BET Hip Hop Awards. It's, some type of folk heroes for beating up a white person, and this is just all all good, as the Rose said. Social justice in a quad
2: I'd like to get that white kid on the uh, the radio, see what he's got to say. You know, I mean. What about I I honestly wonder what he's what is what's going through his head because it, you know at first he thought he was going to get some justice he's gang beat by these niggers and uh Justin you know Barker. now he's the he's the bad guy now he's the bad guy Justin Barker uh, Yeah Justin Barker I don't know maybe he has done some media I think he has done some media interviews I, I don't remember if they were of substance or not but um you know, start start talking about it with other white people. Start creating some sort of a uh, a movement out of it, at least in your local area. I mean, you know, hell, wh- even if it's just coming, you know, posting on a forum or posting on a blog or creating your own. Just do something, man. And that's what we need. That's what these niggers did. I mean, the NAACP from Detroit bussed like a thousand niggers down to uh, Louisiana for this protest. That's what we need to do. We need to bust a thousand people over to counteract it talk to your fellow whites man get people use use whatever talents you have to organize your people because no one else is going to do it for us you know we got to do it on our own and and if you can talk on the radio if you can you can write if you can uh uh create media whatever do it i mean besides the just injustice to the white kid that that got you know get got beat up by this savage gang of niggers who's now going free and making thousands of dollars because they did it we you know besides that injustice it's a slap in the face to every white person on this in in this country that that type of thing happens and i'm frankly tired of it so we just need to organize ourselves and get together and i i'm sick of saying it but it's all we can do at this point locally just locally organize and and create something i mean the 9-11 truthers do it so that you know uh we are Change does it they have local meetings and stuff like that uh even if it's just hanging out with your buddies at the bar at least talking about stuff and and bringing other people around and it's actually just just uh facing reality as it is and be, being a man about it just do it that's all you need to do that's a good then, way to put it you know, right there. you don't you don't have to you don't have to grab a gun and go shoot start shooting people just to, to speak your mind you know just it's it starts off in a it starts off in the in a basement in a beer hall wherever, uh, people talking about it and actually changing it and, and starting to do do something at least at least it's something at least talk is something you know at least but but you have to do it in a group you can't do it in, on your own you can't you can't just uh, you know put a flag up put a billboard up that says something you have to have people involved so if you can do that uh, we're on the right direction so.
0: Yeah, uh, once in general, need to get their concealed and carry permits, or just be pack and eat. And if it ever comes down to it, then they just got to do what they got to do, and uh, that's that. Because niggers, they don't, they don't care about justice or anything else. They only understand
2: law force. And and it's again, once again, it's one of those Aryan things which we get, we get, you know, is <laughs> our downfall. We. Uh, we, we understand that justice is necessary and, and right is right. It's an Aryan concept. you know right is right. Whether the person is uh, rich, you know, whether they have millions of dollars uh, you know, from a sweatshop somewhere, uh, it doesn't matter if they aren't just if they aren't righteous if their heart is not in the right place. It's not legitimate. Niggers don't care about that type of thing. If the person's black, you know, O.J. Simpson, uh, you know, Orange Taylor the third, you know, Laura Codrington, what have you? If they're black, they're right. If they're black, they're right. It don't matter. I'm gonna stick up for the black man. And I've been I've I've long been a proponent of whites doing the same thing. You know, as much as it as it goes against everything that that we kind of feel in our hearts i mean we got to stick up for our own people even if it's even if it's just in words you know i mean i mean where's the people sticking up for you know scott peterson where's the white people sticking up for scott peterson you know there's none there's nobody sticking up for him but guaranteed if he was a black man that killed killed a, you know his white white ooh, there'd be somebody you know you surely you'd have somebody saying uh oh that's a racist it's racist you know you'd have a black there somewhere saying it but you know there's not one white to be found anywhere that says anything like that so stick up for white interests i don't know i don't know what else to say about that just another story It's like at least three or four years uh, al sharpton the shit and jesse jacks coon come out and protest and the media covers it and gives them a gives them something to put on on a slow news day i guess i don't know and then whites get slapped in the face and spit on and beat down and our, our morals continue to get, deg- you know, are, are degraded every day because we have to kowtow and bow our heads without saying anything yeah. around the water cooler. It's just sick, yeah, man. For, the, I'm sick of it. The I'm force feeding of, of the
1: media that, that, yeah. that has a big effect on our minds, and it's a hard thing to kick. hard thing Yeah,
2: especially kick. when it's coming through the media of a television set, which we you know we know what does that. What, what what that actual device does to your brain after you watch it for about two minutes. It, it like basically the turns system, zom- the reptile system of the brain. Yeah, just yeah, it just zombifies your your mind, and and you just absorb, and you, it's it's literally a brainwashing tool. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It's a bunch of little flashing lights, but uh, that's how it works. And when it comes through that medium, it's just so powerful. But I'm seeing in
1: Pakistan. He just had a big, uh, really, he's had a, a coup, a coup of himself, so to speak, to stay in power. And that's the first thing he did, is send troops in, blocked off the presidential palace and sent troops into all the radio and TV stations yeah and that's yep, what the jews exactly have they have mean. all the
2: radio and TV stations primarily exactly they know well i mean you know you can take a lesson from that look at what they do when they realize their country's spiraling out of control well this is what he says i don't know if it really is or not but look what look what they do look what the higher-ups do look what the uh, run, rulers of the country do and uh you know they need to control public opinion and they understand that it's getting out of control control they <laughs> They, they simply, uh, Jane Harman's
1: law. Is that what they're going to do now? Is that what you're saying?
2: Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. It's on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, add Pakistan to the list, you know, (laughs) of people who have great experience with homegrown terrorism, right? Well, you and know, probably
1: watched what the United States has done with the various laws, and he just did it in a slightly cruder form. Yeah. but really, it's not that much actually, different. What's going he was on? doing I'm a saying.
2: yeah, he was doing a uh, press conference, and he started speaking in English to uh, address America specifically. But
1: oh yeah,
0: well, the CIA and everybody else has long, long exposed. Experience with, you know, basically taking over countries and nation-building. Yep. It's primarily in the Middle East, but also all throughout uh, South America and, and Southeast Asia and, and basically everywhere. So, yeah, I mean, media is uh you know part of the hearts and minds strategy and uh plutocrats we have running the show don't like anything grassroots or outside the proposphere
2: yeah look cancel your goddamn cable like i did and and spend that 40 dollars or however much you you spend on cable it's it's probably about 40 bucks or something like that a month
1: well look at their look at their uncivil reactions (laughs) just to ron paul they'll say he's only two percent
0: he's on the internet He's, he's an yeah. internet. He's yeah, an he's intranet. that big guy yeah, on true. the internet.
1: The, the, the conspiracy theorists yeah. over there like him. But not regular Americans. And the unions and the municipal, state, and federal government workers union, they don't like him. <laughs> yeah, see, I was going to mention that, that about Ron. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. that. And that—that's exactly how they introduced him on the Tonight Show. Jay Leno introduced him. Well, he's—he's uh, he's not very high in the polls, but he—he he is raising a lot of money. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. they—they always—he's they,
0: very popular, but he's not—he's uh, not showing in the polls. Yeah, yeah, right.
2: Yeah, it's like—well, it's like well, some of the
1: polls—they don't even put him in there. They—they—they they, they literally published him on the internet. Without his name, I mean, up until I think the last couple of weeks, they're probably still doing it in some venues. They they just won't even put him in the in the list. It's it's really funny when you think about it. But yeah, this is reality. I like it. Yeah, there were some. <laughs> this days. is your reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: there were some great. I mean, uh, TV set spots. Who was it with? Uh, uh, was it one of these Hannity or yeah, one of them uh-huh. talking about uh-huh. the polls? <laughs> And uh, Ron Paul was like, Man, you got a great audience. He was like, You're only saying that because you won the poll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you did not right. win this argument. That's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, next, next, I'm, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. Next
1: yeah. guess. Hannity even got into it with Combs. He said, He did not win the poll. And Ellen, even Alan console well, he did win. He said he got 34% or whatever. He says, yeah, he did win, Sean. And Sean said, no, he did not. And Ellen said, look, I'm just telling you what the results are,
2: okay? <laughs> it's pretty bad when, it, when, when your own co-host is going against you. Yeah. You know, and you still, it, still deny it. I mean, that guy's a joke. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I refuse yeah, well, to believe you. He knows he'll pull the yeah, plug, plug on, on Israel. Israel. Yeah, I'll yeah, get rid <laughs> of
0: the IRS chain. I mean, what's
2: what's the love? Yeah, yeah, really. There can't so. be nothing good about this guy. Yeah, he doesn't want an income tax, wants to get rid of the IRS. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's I mean, nothing good coming out of that. Because I mean, I mean, we won't I mean, have any money. Uh, what a <laughs> joke. Uh, um, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think Ron Paul gets a lot more. Uh, we, we notice him a lot more just because we are on the internet. You know, but I, I mean, I talk to low, uh, people at work and they're like, who, who's Ron Paul? Like, you know, average middle class guys who probably use the Internet to play roulette or whatever, or, you know, blackjack or something. Fantasy football, yeah. maybe. Hell, yeah, yeah, yeah who, who's Ron Paul? What, what's his deal? You know, so I mean, I don't think, I, I don't know. He, I think he's a bigger We're, player to us because we are on the Internet so much. But in, well,
1: in 92, we'll Perot was perceived the same way by I'm sure many of the same people. And all it it took for them to quash Perot was some 19- or 20-year-old nigger stood up in the back, and he started yelling, "Uh, Perot, what do you mean, you people? You know, he just cat-called back to him, what do you mean, you people? And that was literally the the demarcation of the steep slide for Ross Perot. That was the end of the story, because the media took that. And and they took this kid just like he was the Gen 6 or something. And, I mean, he was a big hero. uh, probably couldn't even find it on the Internet now, but it was a big thing, and that's what did it. I was a big Perot fan. I remember that. Uh, I mean, Shane, you
0: I actually heard, ai don't know if it was a conspiracy theory or not, that he was approached, he came out later and said he was approached with some type of photos and uh, was blackmailed uh, into dropping out what of the, the race. Mm-hmm. I, 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 well, to, you know, I had... I mean, I just heard this rumor, I, I, I've i yet to verify it in the Wikipedia, but uh, this is, seems to be, or at least common knowledge, that uh, he was blackmailed into dropping out. I don't know. But you're right, well, the, the, the character assassination uh, probably started well before yeah.
1: that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah. doing that to Ron Paul now, and he's not even... You know, call him an isolationist. You're an isolationist, right? Isn't that kind of like KKK? Well, I mean, that's what they may as well be saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, or, or, or the whole, uh, you know, is anti-Semitism thing. But I, yeah. you know what? I, I honestly think I, I don't want to give the American public too much credit because, I mean, you know, Ron Paul comes out and says something like, oh, we want to abolish the uh, the income tax. And I think your average American's going to go, but what about? We need the roads and we need the school. How are we going to pay for all that? You're crazy. You're, you're crazy. You know, I mean, I think that's the average reaction of your average American. I mean, and that's and they don't, they don't stop and go. Well, what are you talking about? Let me sit. Let me let me let me look it up on the internet and find out what you have to say about it. And I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe we don't need the income tax. The average American goes, "You're crazy! You're crazy!" And then logs onto the internet and goes and, and plays fantasy football or whatever. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, they had a pollster. They actually had
1: a, a, a an operative, a political operative, on one of these Fox News random uh, you know sampling of uh, focus group. And he was on there and he called Ron Paul certifiably insane. So again, that's more medicalization of dissent. And uh, (laughs) even I saw Bill Maher tonight, I was watching a video, and he said he was talking about the Building 7 thing. And he made a joke and he says, you better uh, ask your doctor if Pyrex or some kind of thing like Xanax, you know, some mood elevator is is right for you. In other words, they they, they try this so massively, it's like the Holocaust. Although there's extensive facts and scientific uh, data in many cases. Yeah, you can show a ditch with uh, four or five hundred bodies, but four or five hundred bodies is not six million people. Come on. you know
2: It's well documented. The best documented uh, event in the history of mankind. Yeah, right? You. But I mean... Uh, the well, anti-Semitism. It's, it's the power of
1: media, but maybe it's changing a little bit. We shall see.
2: At least on the yeah, point. I'd like to hope so. I mean, damn it. I want to be an optimist. I really do, but I just don't give the average quan that much credit. Seriously. You know, you can be an optimist when the kids start doing what Asa Kuhn did. Yeah, I mean, I mean when it, when you know when there's a thousand white people in Jenna, you know, counter-protesting the uh, thousand niggers that the NAACP bust down from Detroit. Maybe what we're doing is gonna make a difference, just in the slightest bit. And that's what real men do. And like I always say when I'm on the radio, I mean, maybe what we're doing right now ain't gonna change the world, but I'm gonna do it regardless because as we say what we feel, and if we th- think there's something wrong with it, we try to change it. We try to make it work. Hopefully you'll uh, take a lesson from us or somebody that you know that actually uh, has the initiative to change the world around them. But on that note, guys, I got to get the hell out of here. I got class. Okay. So yeah, I hate to I hate to ruin the party, but uh.
0: All right, Adam. Uh,
2: running a, I think we covered most of the stuff.
0: We're through the topics. Chain uh, uh, any uh, closing statement?
1: It's nice to be doing a goy fire. I just wanted to say that, and people like it. I know Alex isn't here. Maybe Alex will be back someday. Maybe Adam will be back. Maybe they both will. But. As many of us as it seems that I suppose are doing this nowadays, there are relatively few in the United States and Europe across the board, and these kind of shows and they get hit by a lot of people eventually when they're archived. I know Goyfire does in any case. And we're trying to make some difference with media, and we need people to participate in the media the way Adam did tonight. We really need that, and in videos too. So uh, I'd like to invite you to Blanc to do that. If you want to, Podblanc, podblan Pod Blanc. Right. And uh, put up are, a video, you are wear a mask if you have to, put your voice behind your own video, uh, you know, tell a story with video and we can even teach you in some cases how to use Windows Movie Maker or Sony Vegas 7 or even Adobe.
0: Right, now you have been doing a lot uh, at Pod Blanc, uh, especially uh, the precious minority on the Teeming Dark Planet News. Uh, great show by the way, I've been a uh, freak frequent, frequent viewer, uh, it seems as if one's coming out every other day.
1: Yeah, I'd like to get them every day. I have to still get a little psyched up to do them, but uh, it's not uh, Dr. Kevin McDonald or anything, but it's something that all of us working class people can perceive. I think the idea is to just say what normal people might think in themselves or they're driving in their car and they hear some of this lunacy on the radio that's constantly reported to us by leftist sources as if it's normal as all get out. And it's abnormal as all get out. It's precisely the opposite. Or even if it's abnormal, they try to give a patina of uh, let's fix this dire problem with more social aid or whatever. But in or, fact.
0: Or it's euphemistic, so euphemistically described that you can't even get a handle on the situation.
1: Right. So uh, as you've said, just, by showing the form. The foreign people are accustomed to, you know, with a video screen in the back and so forth, but yet with a different take on it, even the regular evening news, they're constantly making editorial comment. It's just that we're so used to it. It's really entertainment. A lot of it's not too much news. A lot of it's entertainment. I mean, yeah, facts are there, but there's a a great deal of editorial comment. so that's what we do, and then that's what uh, they do too. And, And you know what? Until white people start doing it all over the globe big time, And until we have our own lands, and I mean that literally, our own lands, (laughs) they're going to get more of it. And I'm sure they'll get violence at some point. Uh, As much as they push, as people have made the point about Jews, there are a lot more of us. But we are outnumbered by non-whites. And with the transfers of wealth to the oil countries, that's going to make a huge difference. And even manufacturing, as the dollar collapses, maybe initially it'll hurt China because uh, we won't be able to buy their massive, influx of goods but other places will to some extent and uh, besides that those countries are developing huge middle classes the middle class in China I think is bigger than the entire population uh, of the middle class in the United States, yeah, well, despite their it, it is
0: so important. I, I really don't. I mean, we can't underestimate the effect this has on people. Once you watch one of these uh, uh, precious minority news clips, it's almost as if gravity isn't <laughs> isn't working. It's uh, you're just looking at the world at a totally 180 degree angle. Uh, from everything that's coming out of every other news source, so it's a bit unsettling.
1: Well, I'm not sure about that. I I enjoy doing them. I I get a kick out of it, and I think really anybody could do this, and and I hope more and more people do, but I will say that I think that... If you live a long, long time in the multicult I mean cheek to jaw with a lot of people of different races and you see how people tend to favor their own people or if you're in an environment with a, a lot of different races and, and relatively few whites, how they, it's natural for people to favor their own people. That's one of the tenets of white nationalism and it should be globally one of the tenets that we're teaching all white people. Because why? Because we understand, I'm over here in a country, Estonia, where I understand these people's ways. You know, They go out and they work. And uh, actually, hard work is one of the basic tenets of this society. If you say someone is a hard worker, they're massively respected right away. And this is really the way in a lot of white countries. Well, that's not necessarily the way it is in Africa. In fact, it's not the way it is. Or Mexico, for that matter. (laughs) De nada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also the humanism. Now, humanism is something that's been used against us. Uh, all of these invading peoples into white countries—they're not humanists. They're—they're they're just not humanists. Hey, do we have some fucking security in this building, or do I have to come over and kick this guy out of here? Did you? Can- when they're in charge you know they're not breaking their backs to make sure white people get a fair shake the way white people would be and some of that's by dint of our I, I really believe it's not only our culture but probably programmed into our DNA at some level now and so that's just my belief I can't back it up but for certain it's a cultural thing and I think we should be less so someone was telling me uh, that Russia you know a lot of people think Russia will be a new place for white people And the Russians are very proud of their country, and and they talk about it. I was mentioning tonight about the unipolar thing with uh, Putin and how he's saying that foreigners are coming in there, and I think he means Jewish intellectuals. He's just using euphemisms, speak about euphemisms, you were saying. And uh, they're saying that Russia's too big, it needs to be broken up. Well, because they're proud of their country, and they want their country to stay with the familiar concepts and peoples and the mix that it has now, which is maybe some Slavic, some Germanic, I mean, they're used to this over hundreds of years, but the United States has virtually been altered and and changed beyond anyone's living memory in, in a mere 50 years. It's shocking. It just has, so happens to have been during my lifetime, and I moved enough around in the country that I've seen it, and uh, it's really really shocking. And it does not work.ing Our young men in in, in schools are being. Uh, are being discriminated against and on the workforce and the odd thing is is that they are the most fair people and the most bright people in most cases and yet they have some of the most bleak futures and they're going to be waking up to that. So. Yeah, well on that note, uh, I want to refer everyone listening to it, to check out it's also a on We're the good guys, Aiden.